0: It's the only podcast on the internet that plans to install a gate machine in its garage, hang traps from the ceiling, open a bottle of Crystal Head Vodka, and dub the place WONDERVERSE WEST! I'm your host Jim Maritato, aka Vink Maniac, on the internet, and I'm thrilled to be bringing you Episode 66! This week we are talking with Moogly Fan Club's Eric Christensen, who you may also recall from his previous appearance on Extraplasm, is a patch and pin designer, as well as a designer of Challenge Coins in the Ghostbusters fan community. Eric was recently invited to visit Sony's new entertainment venue in Chicago, Wonderverse, and provides us with a bit of a debrief on his time at this new experience that celebrates many of Sony's properties but is definitely anchored in many ways by uh, Ghostbusters. And that also means we got to talk a bit about his time playing the Hollowgate Ghostbusters VR games, uh, something I have yet to be able to experience and locate where I live. Uh, And of course, it means we also had the opportunity to talk with him about Ghostbusters toy news and have a discussion about collecting to round things out. Uh, So this was a fun conversation to have with Eric. It's always fun to catch up with him. He contributes a lot of positivity to the community and of course runs the Moogly fan club, uh, which is a family friendly group on Facebook uh, for folks where you can go and take you know, your kids and download coloring sheets and participate in co- uh, co- contests and giveaways. Uh, and one of the things of course, that he's talking about this episode is that if you, he gets sufficient number of followers, I think the number was somewhere around 45 at this point. Uh, it's going to unlock a new tier in the giveaway that he does. Uh, and potentially make a, Moog, a Strutton Moogs figure from Phantasm toys uh, available to somebody who wins it from Moogly fan club. So if you're not following Moogly fan club over on Facebook, uh, go do that right now, uh, because that's a great place to be in a great Facebook group uh, full of lots of positive energy. That's really friendly to kids, especially if you have them. Uh, you know, it's not too many places on the Internet where, you know, you can take your kids and feel like somebody's going to be responsible and make sure that nobody's posting things in social media that are bad. But Eric does a great job of uh, curating and maintaining that. So we'll jump into that discussion with Eric in a moment. But I wanted to take a minute first to say thank you to those of you who've participated in the charity eBay sales uh, that Extraplasm has been running over at eBay.com/USR/Extraplasm for the last week. Uh, there's a few poster bundles remaining over there as well as a couple of other items. But if you were looking to pick up an RC trap, those are gone. <laughs> they are sold, sold, sold. But remember that 80% of your sales price on any of the items that I'm listing over there uh, at ebay.com USR extraplasm goes towards benefiting the Starlight Children's Foundation. The remaining 20% is going towards shipping costs and seller's fees. Uh, but everything else, you know, that 80% is going into PayPal giving fund and that's earmarked for uh starlight foundation. So if you're making a purchase there, you're doing work to help support uh, kids in the hospital. And remember that starlight is the organization that was partnered with ghostbusters franchises uh, in the last year, uh, getting hospital gowns to help their kids. So it's something that, you know, does a lot of impact and has a benefit towards helping kids who are sick and also has a little bit of a bent towards ghostbusters and ghostbusters fandom. So if you, are, uh, you know, interested, you can go over to take a look at what's available. I'm always stoked anytime we can raise some money to benefit this important cause. And I appreciate those of you who've contributed to the effort so far. Uh, If you've not reviewed what's out there, feel free to take a look, especially if you want to pick up a bundle of Frozen Empire posters, uh, promo posters in multiple sizes. Uh, So with that reminder out of the way and wrapped up, uh, let's talk a bit about some Ghostbusters headlines. Still making headlines
1: all across the country, the Ghostbusters are at it again. Today the entire eastern seaboard is alive with talk of incidents of paranormal activity. On in topic today,
2: ghosts and ghostbusting.
0: Yikstra, plasm, read all about it. Ghostbusters headlines coming at ya. First up in Ghostbusters headlines, the big Ghostbusters Frozen Empire news of the last week is that despite the uh, rampant fan speculation and concern over the last few months that the film could get delayed as a result of the strikes that went on last year, we're going to now see this movie not later, but actually earlier, one week earlier. As has been reported by Deadline, the new release date for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire's U.S. uh, exhibition is now March 22nd. Deadline reports that this move positions the film to capitalize on another week of spring break viewership in a fairly open window, quote unquote, uh, opening against Lionsgate's Mark Wahlberg adventure pick Arthur the King, and focus features the American Society of Magical Negroes, among other titles. Ghostbusters News points out that some of those other titles are Bleecker Street's One Life and a wide re-release of Luca from Disney. Uh, So, for those of us out there who are worried we were not going to see the movie on time, you no longer have a reason to fret. You're going to see the movie even earlier than you expected. And as of this moment, if you're listening to this after the 10th of January, uh, you are less than 75 days from seeing Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. How crazy is that? You're less than three months. uh, You're essentially two and a half months from seeing the movie that we have been thinking about only if you really get down to it, like since 2022. I mean, this has been a pretty fast timeline for production of a movie, if you really think about it, uh, given that Afterlife came out in late 2021. Uh, So I'm really stoked. Can't wait to see the movie when it comes out. And for it to be coming a little earlier, uh, really only makes things way more exciting. I I do have some questions about whether or not we're going to expect to see another new trailer before we get there. And if so, how close we'll see it to uh, the film's release. If you think about Afterlife, there was a later trailer that kind of spilled some plot points people didn't want to see so much. Uh, that was one of our first glimpses of what was gonna to happen to Egon uh, kind of got revealed in that trailer. so but that was pretty close. I want to say that might have been like a week or two weeks before uh, the movie actually came out. So we'll see if we're gonna get into the trailer and how close we're gonna get it to the movie coming out. but one thing's for sure you're gonna see this movie sooner than later. In Ghostbusters merch news, it's been quite a busy week since the last episode of Extraplasm, and we'll kick off things here with a discussion of the Ecto Collection minifigures from Hasbro that have become an apparent reality in our toy collecting myths. Uh, you may recall from last week's episode of Extraplasm that Justin West was on from the Strange Glow podcast, and we talked about a target shelf tag that he had found for something called FHS Collectibles uh, and that was produced by Hasbro. And he had shared a photo of that shelf tag to social media. Friend of the podcast, J.D. Raymer, took that photo and walked into a Target and did one of my favorite toy hunting schemes. He scanned the photo of a barcode for an item he was looking for to find out more information about it. So he didn't have the actual item, but he walked up to the barcode scanner in Target and took the photo that had a barcode on it and held it up to the scanner. And this gave us our very first pictures of the Ecto collection before it was discovered on store shelves. Within 48 hours, uh, Ghostbusters News is reporting that the figures are being found in the wild and that the set is being is now comprised of an assortment of 12 figures. Uh, Six of those are mini slimers and six of them are mini puffs and each is in a different action pose, like holding a box of pizza and stretching the cheese, which is my favorite. Uh, eating a toasted mini puffed s'more like a cannibal or wearing s'mores like armor and wielding a skewer like a s'more warrior. Uh, these are all truly fun little figures and designs. They're also mystery boxed, which is something that drives me crazy as somebody who doesn't like to spend money on things they don't need. Uh, and I don't need duplicates. So using social media posts and conversations with friends over the next few days, I assemble the key for these figures that will let you easily sort them in store by looking for the imprint of a letter on the box. Essentially, if you turn the box such that you can look at the five digit code on the back that is actually a date code from Hasbro, uh, you you will find a teeny tiny little letter that is between that uh, five digit code and the Argentina S mark and the Hasbro logo. Uh, So it'll be just slightly to the right of that five-digit code and to the left of the Argentina S mark, you'll find that the letter will be either A through F or G through M with no letter I take the letter that's on your box and match it up with the key that's published on Extraplasm's Instagram X and Facebook accounts to match up the letter with the corresponding figure and easily sort these out. So you don't have to buy duplicates. I want to say thank you to everybody who is involved in providing information to get that done, to make life easier for all of us. Uh, It was really the benefit of being able to see the number of folks who documented which ones they got and to glean that information from several different social media posts and to follow up with Discord conversations, et cetera, to be able to put together the uh, chart for you to use. Uh, So thank you for those of you who participated in that to make life easier for all of us. The second piece of big merch news is that there's uh, something we're all looking for and it's yet to appear online for purchase, and it's the Kenner Classics Fright Features line. I think everyone I know is looking for these figures right now, unless they already got them. As Ghostbusters news reported this week, it has now been made clear from Emily Bader over at Hasbro via a post to the Ghostbusters Reddit, a place I virtually never go and would otherwise never see, that she wanted to let the community know our uh, Kenner Classics figures are going to be a Target-only in-store exclusive until after April. At that time, they may become more widely available via online sales uh, and through other retailers, but for now, if you're hunting for an Egon with a fresh unbroken necktie or a Winston who isn't standing around slack-jawed, target stores are where you'll need to look for these right now, or you can wait 90 days and not deal with the hunt. Uh, I will be real with you and say the struggle is real on the hunt for these in some places. It is where I live. Uh, I did end up finding three of these in the end, but it took many, 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 many visits to target to make it happen. And I only found one figure at a time in each store. Uh, when I would talk to folks about inventory inside the store at other stores, they would tell me they only had one. They only had two. They only had one. It doesn't seem like these are coming in, uh, in a box together as a set. It just seems like these are kind of trickling in a figure at a time. Uh, maybe we're going to see more wide distribution of these, especially if there's an expectation for these to be, uh, outside of target by the uh, end of April, uh, that maybe Target will take advantage of the exclusivity they have. For now, it is a little bit of a hunt, and my suggestion is that uh, if you find the tag that says uh, Ghostbusters Development ASST, meaning Development Assortment, uh, that is the Kenner Classics line. Uh, use the DPCI number that is on the tag to uh, ask for help from uh, a representative. You may find that those figures are actually in the back of the store and not in front where you can get them. Uh, so those figures will get easier to get, uh, if you are kind of, you know, not looking to be standing around, uh, trying to get things or paying five to $5 a gallon for gas, uh, to get where you have to go. Cause you live in California and everything is expensive. That might not be you. That might just be me. Uh, then you can wait 90 days and uh, not deal with the hunt so much. The third piece of officially licensed merch news is that for those of you who are fans of extreme ghostbusters, you are apparently about to have a way to appreciate that series and a collection of discs. Finally, Uh, slated to release in March from Amazon, an extreme Ghostbusters DVD set was listed for pre-order on January 9th. Uh, However, at the time of this recording in the wee hours of January 10th, the link to pre-order that that's been featured on Ghostbusters News and elsewhere takes you to a page saying the product is not available. Uh, So what's happening at the moment is kind of unclear, but it seems evident that this product at least exists and that maybe these are either pre orders that sold out or a glitch took place in releasing a pre order early. Uh, and the reason I say that is that if you were to look at this listing yesterday, there was no real pertinent data about this collection, like what it includes, what it doesn't include. Uh, there's nothing there really other than a stock image. Uh, and so if you've been waiting for a set of Extreme Ghostbusters DVDs forever, You've already expected to have nothing, so don't feel bad that you don't (laughs) get the moment, but your wait may be finally coming uh, to an end. It just seems to be something that, you know, is the theme this week, is that things that you've been waiting for for a while may be coming to you sooner than later. Who knows? In fan-produced and coordinated merch news, uh, I want to talk for a few moments about autographs. Our friends Matt Sanders and Tom Henry over at TCU Collectibles, that's short for the Containment Unit, have a new pair of signings announced with a very short window to get on board. Uh, these are the folks you know, of course, from the uh, Ghostbusters containment unit autograph collecting group. And of course, Tom Henry uh, does work with TCU Toys uh, to create those 3.75 inch figures that are awesome. They, they will be seeing both McKenna Grace and Finn Wolfhard at an upcoming convention for a pre-arranged signing opportunity. Uh, so that's amazing. I mean, they already ha- just recently had a signing with McKenna Grace that went really well. And then you can hear uh, Tom's episode here on Extra Plasm kind of debriefing on that experience. But the opportunity to get these two folks together in one situation for a signing opportunity is an amazing chance for you to put two actors who play the Spangler kids on a piece in one fell swoop, whether you want to do a Frozen Empire piece or whether you want to do an afterlife piece or both, uh, you know, it's often difficult to try and get more than one principal actor from one of these movies at a time to sign things. And they are going to be there together uh, doing the signing, you know, at the same time, or presumably one of them is going to sign and the other one's going to sign it later at the, later in the day. So prices for McKenna grace uh, begin at $60 plus shipping uh, per item. And for uh, Finn Wolfhard, they are $90 plus shipping. He is significantly more expensive uh, in terms of his autograph rate. Uh, but Matt and Tom are going to be accepting a limited number of send in items for this uh, while offering a bunch of different eight by 10 options. You can find out more about this including instructions on how to order by going to facebook.com and searching for TCU collectibles. Or if you want to type things in your web browser and get there more directly, go to www.facebook.com slash the GB containment unit, all one word. Uh, don't put spaces in it or it won't work. Uh, you are, already have heard me talk in the past about how great Tom and Matt are. They've both been on the show recently uh, as participants in the Ghostbusters 2 commentary we did for New Year's Eve. They are both great people who really take a lot of care and concern in terms of getting autographs produced for folks and making sure that you get things that are going to make you happy. So uh, if you are interested, if you missed out on the McKenna Gray signing, this is totally an opportunity to jump in and do it this time and not have to feel like you have fomo uh or you know the fear of missing out and if you uh want to be able to get a piece signed by both of them together and have kind of the Spangler family piece started for yourself um this is a really great opportunity to do that it's definitely something i'm going to be jumping on board for because um why not it's it's a great thing to be able to do really easily and to not have to stress about sending out a piece twice etc to get it signed by multiple uh, actors so uh Check that out for sure, and remember that Tom and Matt do great work. You'll be really happy with what you get. Our final piece of sort of fan merch news is more a reminder than news. We are now 10 days into the new year, and the time to celebrate the season of evil with Phantasm Toys will be ending soon. If you haven't already placed an order for their Viggy figure uh, that we've talked about over the last few weeks, be sure you do that over at www.phantasmtoys.com. This is, of course, the figure that's inspired by Vigo's head from Ghostbusters 2. Uh, You can have a floating head in your collection that you can then display every New Year's. I think we should make this some sort of like weird advent calendar that we just start doing through action figures. Like, let's just start getting. Uh, you know, (laughs) figures that we buy so we can celebrate, display them with the holidays, because I've already got, you know, uh, Maddie Collector figures that have Santa hats on them. And if I get a Viggy head and you get a Viggy head and we all get Viggy heads, we can all display them together and be part of a movement together on New Year's. Uh, And by being so positive, we'll then be able to send our Viggy heads away for another year Uh, because it will, you know, have inspired uh, the season of evil to be resolved. I I don't know what I'm talking about here, guys. I just think that we all should all get Viggy heads because they're really cool. So uh, if you haven't gotten yours yet, head over to PhantasmToys.com to get your order in before time runs out. And lastly, while I'm not sure I'd call this video game news as much as it's just sort of fun to watch. And I'm going to suggest that you do that as sort of the fun thing to take a look at this week. Ghostbusters News reported that uh, Ilphonic has put out a two minute trailer that serves as a synopsis of what's happened in Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed over the last year or so of story and character updates. Uh, And it teases some more story for the future. It's a fun watch, especially, I will say, if you're not an active player, but you want to know what the storyline of this game is and sort of how it relates to the movies, given that they all exist in soft canon. This is a really like, quick and easy way to find some of that out by looking at two minutes of, you know, I mean, what I think is some pretty, fu- I always say this, I like playing Spirits Unleashed because I like the way it looks. Uh, it doesn't look photorealistic, but it looks realistic enough and sort of has a feel of uh, almost like real Ghostbusters meets 3D sense of, uh, you know, a- aesthetic. So if you haven't played that game, it's definitely something to take a look at because it'll give you an idea of what's gone on in that game. And even if you do, if you have played that game. It's kind of a fun thing to look at and be like, "Oh, this is what I've gone through," and like sort of the different uh, busts that I've done and the characters that I've locked unlocked over the last you know year of gameplay. So uh, head over to GhostbustersNews.com and check that out. Uh, and with our headlines wrapped up, let's go ahead now and jump into uh, my conversation with Eric Christensen. Joining me on Extra Plasm Podcast, returning after a recent sojourn off to the Wonderverse in Chicago. And of course, also returning from his time running things over at the Moogly fan club. Eric Christensen rejoins the podcast. Eric, how are you doing?
1: Hey Jim. I'm doing good. How are you doing today?
0: I'm I'm doing great. Uh happy new year to you because we're still at the beginning of 2024. Uh, it's yes good to talk sir. to you. Yeah, ready. Is it 2025 yet? No, no, we can't, okay. can't get there. We have to celebrate an entire 40th anniversary. Oh, that's And we right. have to, you know, me. see a movie and all the things that are yet to come. If you jump me to 2025 right now and you say we're skipping over 2024, I'm going to be really sad. Yeah, yeah, you
1: missed a lot. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, or like, don't turn around and be like, hey, just we're going to get to March and just let you know there's a really weird disease coming and it's going to be around just around a year oh, or two. God, and then- no,
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> No, Let's start no. The I'm, sure, year I'm sure it'll right. be too cold. It'll be too cold in March for that. Don't worry. Don't worry about
0: it. Oh, it's really great to see you on webcam and to have you back on the show. Um, it's it's been a while since we've talked one on one, but we've been kind of chatting back and forth. I know as the toys have been released uh, mm-hmm. and kind of talking about our respective toy hunting strategies. And of course, uh, you posted content in the last few weeks. I saw you were doing live streams from Wonderverse and I was yes, sort of sir. watching along silently being like, I know that guy. Uh, So I was like, we should have you on the podcast to come back on and sort of talk about how things have been going and, you know, just how the Wonderverse experience went. So thanks for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, of course. I'd love to talk about it.
0: Uh, Coming off the holiday season, did you get everything Ghostbusters related that you wanted underneath your Christmas tree? You know what? This was the first year
1: I wasn't sure what I could get Ghostbusters. I was pretty diligent about keeping my collection up to date, but Santa and my wife surprised me this year. I know you've seen department 56. Yes. So she surprised me with the firehouse, uh, slimed Peter Venkman and the Ecto. Nice. Something I never thought I was going to have, uh, in my collection. Um, uh, my wife was actually into the St. Nicholas square stuff with the uh, Christmas villages and stuff like that. So if we do it again, this year, there's going to be an Ecto going by those carolers. <laughs> so
0: you like now have a, a representation of the franchise within the overall family Christmas village. It's a good move.
1: It's like that great meme where there's Yoda in the nativity scene.
0: Yes. That grandma hasn't noticed it yet.
1: we going to start doing that.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> I was thinking about the holiday season. I didn't get a lot of Ghostbusters stuff for, for I got no Ghostbusters stuff. for oh, Christmas What a season. crime. It was fine with me because I was thinking about how much new stuff is coming. We'll talk about that a little bit in terms Mm -hmm. of the stuff that's coming out now and the stuff that's going to be coming. But I do want to sort of talk with you for sure about, you know, uh, sort of how things have been going with the Moogly fan club a bit. So any updates on what's up with the Moogly fan club and what you've been up to? Yeah, things are going great. I've got a lot in store for
1: 2024. We got a couple new contests that will be starting within the next month or so. Uh, We're going to try and get more interactive this year. So, there's stay tuned for that. We're currently 40 something followers away in our Strut and Moogs contest. Where, you know, at the moment, if we reach 2,000 followers, we're going to add on an Ecto Cooler pin, a Frozen Empire logo patch, and a Sony mini poster for Frozen Empire, the teasers. Nice. Uh, And we have until January 12th to hit that deadline. Uh, I might be able to even add some more fun stuff, which uh, I can post about later. So the community is growing. We're up to, like I said, like 1,950 something followers, which is great. The interaction between me and the members is still going really good. We're getting Moogly mail bags from time to time in our email. It's always happy to help when I can. Participation in the contest is going great. And uh, things are just getting ready to ramp up a little bit. I'm running out of patches. I'm giving out so many.
0: <laughs> well, Moogly Fan Club is definitely a great place if you haven't already gone over there on Facebook, especially if you have kids, uh, you know, who are into Ghostbusters, because you do a lot of content creation over there that's very family oriented and friendly. Um, yes, sir. But you know, lots of different contests and drawing things. So yeah.
1: Did you get a chance to see the party hats?
0: I don't know that I did. Actually, you have oh. party hats now.
1: So I for for my my. Printable for the end of the 2023 was a recreation of Janosch's New Year's ah, hat.
0: yeah, the New Year's hat.
1: Yep. You know, coming from my background, I know where to get the templates for those kind of items. Make sure they can fit on a standard eight and a half by 11. And I kept taking screenshots of Janosch from different angles, trying to match the font. I'm like, okay, is there four stars, three stars, whatever it is. <laughs> and uh, I, I came out when it was pretty close. So it, they were nice. perfect for kids. All you had to do was cut them out, glue the tab, and stick them on there.
0: I wish I'd known that. I would have told people to get those for the uh, the the commentary that we did the episodes for New <laughs> years. I would have said, "Go download these and print them before you start."
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I mean, I love doing stuff for the kids, and there's more of that coming. We're gonna try and get a little more adult stuff too, so that the big kids can play. But uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot in store.
0: That's awesome. I I love the Moogly fan club and I love other good sort of positive family fun energy you bring to uh, Ghostbusters, especially on Facebook where there's plenty of other kinds of Ghostbusters content out there that can sometimes be kind of negative.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that you kind of learn to navigate. And uh, we come to the point now where it's a Ghostbusters page, but the community is getting stronger. I start to see a lot more familiar faces hitting that like button on a post or commenting below with whatever they want to tell me, you know, we're pretty good about a lack of negativity.
0: Yeah, no, it's, you run a good ship over there, I think. So if people are not already liking and subscribing, head over to uh Moogly fan club on Facebook.
1: That's right. And make sure you follow because the prize only gets bigger. January 12th.
0: You have several days to pull this off, especially if you want to be in the running for a and uh, Moogs figure from phantasm toys which I yep. have reviewed and have posted a review of up over on YouTube, which is one of, the th- one of the best things that they've ever made. It's great. I yep. love it. Love it. But I do want to check in with you um, a bit about Wonderverse. Uh, you know, we, we, we know that you went to Wonderverse, which is Sony's new amusement uh, venue, which I don't know if this is true, but I think it is. Is it actually inside of an old Sears? Cause it seems like it is. <laughs> it looks like it is.
1: <laughs> so Wonderverse is in, oakbrook illinois okay which is a suburb outside of chicago uh in the in their mall it's an oakbrook mall when we saw the press releases and everything for it i was like where is this gonna be right i'm like is it a new construction is it a you know are they gonna just repurpose something i had no idea now me being very lucky my kids get their haircut in that mall (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they've got this gr- this great little uh, kid snips place or I forgot what it's called. We were going there, and I'm like, I remember. I'm like, Wonderverse. It says it's supposed to be January. There's got to be something there, right? So you know, my wife and I are because we have the twins and the baby. One of us goes gets, gets the haircuts. The other one stays with the kids, right? And just you know, it was cold. It's winter time. So I'm on my phone just scrolling. Where is it supposed to be in the mall? And I finally, I find the map. I'm like, it's there? Like, it's on top of a Creighton barrel? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So my wife uh, comes back from the haircuts, and we pull around. And at the time, I was in a boot, because I had just gotten over a torn muscle.
0: Gotcha. And
1: uh, I'm limping my way through the snow. And... <laughs> I get to this location. I'm like, and there it is. It's on top of something. So Oak Brook is decorated in banners for this place. Okay. There's Stay Puft banners. There's Jumanji banners, uh, Bad Boys, 21 Jump Street, Zombieland. Uh, And I followed it all the way to the building. (laughs) And there's these giant, beautiful murals. So I snapped away pictures in the snow. And uh, I went up to the building and there was an employee going in. He was actually looking at me weird as I was taking selfies in front of the murals. <laughs> he's, like, and he, it, I'm telling you this, this guy, he has no jacket on. He's just watching me as I'm going snap, 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 trying to get the state puffed. Like he's like, he's looking evil <laughs> down at me and stuff. And he starts walking. And I, you know, me being me, I just turned my head. And I see it was uh, fenced off at the moment. The the stairway was fenced off. He moves the fence off and he starts going up the stairs. So I hobble myself over there and I say, excuse me, hey, uh, just curious, uh, when do uh, previews begin or is there anybody I could talk to? And the guy looks at me like I'm nuts. And (laughs) he goes, I wouldn't even tell you who to talk to right now. He said, come back next week and i said okay that's no, no problem so we went home because i knew the very next week you know what i was doing i was going back to that mall because my kids were seeing santa there <laughs> that's right so after they saw santa i went back to the area again this time i couldn't find anybody um it just had a like a whiteboard that said wonderverse this way <laughs> and uh still again, still in the early stages. So um I went onto their social media and their communication's great. You know, they had seen some of my posts in the club. I was surprised to see that, you know, they liked my first visit there, just kind of previewing the outside. Right. Uh so I reached out to them and you know, they were very receptive. The uh, communication was great. They talked to me about the place a little bit. They listened to the things I said. And uh, they said, we'll get you on the list. So I said, okay. I was actually invited to the January 10th event. Oh, nice. With the, uh, the Windy City Ghostbusters will be there. Some other folks will be there. Crossing fingers for maybe some Sony people I get to meet. Maybe Dan Aykroyd. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> it's the first, the first time they've ever done anything like this. Uh, But they had off. They said, hey, before January 10th, we'd love it if you came out and saw the place. So I said, "Okay, great. I'd love to. So they signed me up. Uh, I went in and the place, it's nice. As soon as you walk in, you're hit with Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that was kind of apparent from the walkthrough you did on live stream that a lot of what they have committed to over at Wonderverse, as much as it's going to involve a lot of different Sony franchises. It would be like foolish to say that Ghostbusters is not in some way flagshipping that effort. No. You know, I, you like, know what?
1: I would, I would say that Ghostbusters has the biggest presence in there. Um, besides the fact that it has two areas, uh, the attention to detail that they've given Ghostbusters at the time, at least when I was there mm-hmm. was they were on top of it. Uh, you know, I walked in, you know, they had told me, you know, there's a coat check right there. You know, Give me your coat. Uh, I was greeted by one of the, uh, the people I had spoken to online. They took me around for the tour that you saw. They took me straight to Ghostbusters, of course. It's one of those places that you could walk around in for
0: a couple hours
1: and soak in the whole space yeah. and then go back to Ghostbusters and enjoy, like, relax, finish it off.
0: Gotcha. How big is it?
1: Uh, let me see here. I mean, it's not stadium size, of course but it's definitely on the wider it's it's spread out you can kind of see in the photos the outside view of the building it extends all that way
0: gotcha What i kept seeing was shout out to Ectotech greg hilliard
1: i missed him i missed him
0: a few people i know missed him they got to go to uh, wonderverse like the day after he headed back east for the holidays and the car went into storage because he had yep. been outside wonderverse with the ecto 1nj for I mean at least over a week, I think. Um not they maybe they let him go home at night. He didn't just like camp in it or something. <laughs> but he kept doing these videos where he would tell people how to get to Wonderverse, like in his videos, and he would say, you want to follow the stairs next to the LL Bean. And I just and that's yep. kind of what made me go, is it like inside the mall? Is it like yep. in a Sears? And so yep. it's no. so it's kind of like an old department store footprint then like that it's kind yeah. of spread out in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it's definitely spread out. I mean you walk in and there's A big common seating area, uh, like tables, chairs. The restaurant is off to the right, uh, and then there's the bar in the back, and there's a ton of seating room. So it's almost food court style, the way the attractions are. Okay. So there's a common area in the middle, and the attractions loop around the outside.
0: Gotcha. Like spokes on a wheel, kind of. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Uh, that's definitely a better way to say it. So they took me through the tour and uh, started with the Ghost Trap. The details that they're adding to this place—it's—it's uh, it's been said before for other things, but it is a love letter to Ghostbusters.
0: And this is the Speakeasy Bar, right? That's what this the is the bar. Is. Yes, the yeah. go,
1: the Ghost Trap is the—it's—it says it's a secret bar, but it's got this nice bright neon sign you find as soon as you <laughs> walk in. And it's it's great. I mean, I think the logo would make a fantastic patch. Uh, that's just me, of course, doing what I do. Right. But you,
0: the minute you see something new, you're like, how can we patch or pin it? Oh,
1: always, <laughs> always. And I want to make sure I find this and I quote it right. Because you walk in, it's so Wonderverse, it's dim lit when you walk in. You know, it's not bright lights or anything like that. Right. And you walk into the ghost trap and it's got this nice dim orange light. Almost like when the ECU is in the uh, red position. Okay. It's kind of like, except orange, you know, but it was nice. And the first thing you see when you walk in is probably one of my favorite parts is a plaque. And the plaque proudly says dedicated to all past and future Ghostbusters. I loved it. I want it. I want to take it home. I wanted, I, I touched it a little
0: bit. I'm like, is this, is this on the wall? Can I take this?
1: And the, they're like, my, we let
0: you in to come take a tour of the place. Try not to steal anything while you're here. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I mean, I, I, it's great. How can you not love such a strong statement like that? They know who they're catering to. I mean, forget the fact that it's Sony and yeah. they're so great with the fan, with us and the fans and, You know, communicating with franchises and all that to put that nice, bold statement as the very first thing. And then, you know, you're transported into this bar and it's nice and dark. It's got nice, cool colors. The wallpaper has floral patterns and a very, like a very almost haunted mansion style wallpaper. But if you look a little closer, there's
0: slimers in there there's terror dogs i mean it's it's great the little details See, now i want that now i want to wallpaper my house with that that sounds amazing <laughs> oh no it, it was it was great i'm sitting there and i kept i kept looking and i'm
1: like is there any more details am i missing anything else am i missing anything else you start walking around and there's blueprints of equipment there's great like stuff you'd want on your wall at home right you know like schematics for the trap The proton pack, the, I don't think the meter was there, but there was sketches of ghosts, original ghosts. And it's like, just the ambiance was just amazing. Uh, It's a little bit, I don't want to say it's small, but it's definitely a place that could fill up quicker. Gotcha. So so if you want to go. Make sure you go when you kind want of in
0: more in a little bit of an intimate space in terms yes. of yes, like I'm seeing the photos. It seems to me like it's kind of designed to be almost like uh, an intimate old speakeasy cocktail joint, like in a yes. city. You know, that's yes. kind of like underground. Or um, there's there's a few of these. There's not they're not necessarily like speakeasies, and that like you have to know some password to get in. But mm-hmm. like there's a few different bars around Los Angeles that I, it reminds me of of places that you go that are dimly lit. That is the ambiance. They're kind of designed to be a place where like you go and you have a drink and you could turn to a person next to you and just have a conversation with them because everybody's kind of there to hang out and have the same communal experience together, you know? And so to me, I was like, that's one of the reasons I really wanted to go there was just to go have a drink and just, oh, I hope you come, (laughs) you know, when when (laughs) you
1: come, you tell me cause I'll show up there. And I've been, I've been praising this place to all of my GB friends, all of them, because I hope that not only do I get to see you, but I would love to go with you there. And hang out in this place <laughs> because um, I did when I was speaking to the crew member there, it is bookable. You can have a private yeah. event in I the ghost. You say
0: this and I believe if I'm not mistaken, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but there's also a private space within it. Right. Like there's you can reserve the bar itself for events, but then there's also like a separate room yep. for private functions, I think. Right.
1: Yep. And, uh, I didn't, I tried to stay away from as many videos and everything as I could going forward. I mean, so you're, you're in the speakeasy and the f- walls are lined with, uh, Easter egg kind of things. You know, there's, there's crystal head. There's, uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. There's the bar's got four, four of them on top. Multiples.
0: <laughs> How could it not? How could yep. it not? It's like flagship yep. liquor of this establishment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a jar of mood slime that i love i love that it was on there uh then there's traps uh scientist goggles all spread out across right. the displays there's symmetrical book stacking right in the middle <laughs> and uh, and um i can say this it is a bar so let's just get that out of it. It, it serves alcohol right it has non-alcoholic drinks too but it serves alcohol right when i walked in the first time there was a family sitting in the lounge chairs. And when I say a family, that means two adults and two kids. They were eating appetizers while the parents were enjoying themselves. And, uh, I can definitely see it being a fun atmosphere for kids. There's you, you, you've got, um, at this point it was muncher and bug eye on the walls flying around. randomly randomly there's paintings of Vigo there's the Fettuccini. and there's one more painting that I was not able to identify
0: yeah there's Um, one like I've seen photos of this on the internet where it's like there's three noticeable iconic photos that we kind of know or rather paintings we know from the universe and there's a fourth that nobody's been able to specify concretely what it is but people have speculated that it could be John Tobin um, there's people who've speculated it could be something from the new movie, but I don't, I haven't had any confirmation about what it is. So, yep.
1: So that, I mean, I, like I said, I loved it. If, if I was a kid and my parents wanted to throw me a Ghostbusters birthday party. Yeah. Uh, I definitely would have wanted that place <laughs> without, 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 without a doubt. I mean, cause and we're not even it, getting into in, ki-
0: like to the experiences, like the rides. You're just like, no, this would be no, the room it, to have the ideal Ghostbusters pizza party Would be this room. And that's the thing. I could see,
1: let's use Windy City as an example, because they're the ones that came to my head first time. I could see Windy City renting it out for an event of some kind. Yeah. Or having their annual Christmas party at the event. or something I could see franchises using the space, uh, which, you know, it's good for everybody. It's good for Wonderverse. It's good for the franchise. It's fun. It's fine. Right. It's, an exp- it's an experience that it's there. It can cater to us. So everybody benefits. Move- it's like you said, there's the extra area. Uh, I was surprised. So you're in, you're in the, the bar and there's just a door to your right. And you walk in there and it's you know, very dim. My guide told me that this is a private room for private bookings only. And I was like, okay. It's like, how many people? So they told me between 15 to 20 people. Gotcha. And the space is, is you know, it's got some couches, a couple of uh, cocktail tables, you know, the high-end tables, but the space itself has some fun features. You walk in immediately, it's got four proton packs on the wall. And, the, and before anybody gets the ideas, and I did it in my video, you cannot take them off. They are <laughs> glued, uh, screwed, whatever they are together, and they're sturdy. I may or may not have tried.
0: No, I can't imagine that would ever be a thing that would happen. The people would go to a bar that's ghostbusters themed and have several mood slime themed drinks. And then suddenly Mm -hmm. decide to take proton packs off the wall and (laughs) they've already brought their own.
1: (laughs) And there's a button, a big red button on the wall. You know, one of those ones that in a movie, it'd be like, don't hit it. Right. Don't you dare. (laughs) Don't you dare hit it. And she hits the button and it activates one of the packs. This room has particle thrower and proton pack schematics on the walls too. some fun raise a cult style decorations, you know, like skeleton bats and uh, like supernatural themed books, witchcraft books, things like that. Uh, And then there's two elements in the room that I I absolutely love. Proton packs are, are great. There's a chandelier. And maybe it's not technically a chandelier, but the lighting. Uh, if you look up, it's ghost traps.
0: Yeah, I. this was fun, like, seeing this in your video that, like, there's a, just an assemblage of dangling traps hanging from the ceiling. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: Um, I I could not believe it. And I'm, and I'm looking at them, I'm like, and of course, because everybody's so hardcore, we got to know, are those spirit traps? Are those spirit traps? And... <laughs> Because you know they were in afterlife, so if they're good enough to be in yes, afterlife, they're they could, now. That's it. They're that's all, right.
0: That's as long as you bury them in the ground, then they're canon. <laughs> if you if they're floating around above ground, then they're not. But if they're in the ground covered in dirt, they're canon.
1: Yeah, and they look like they were uh, just molded. They look very solid and everything. Uh, they look great. And then there's one piece that I think makes the room, and it's so much fun. I played with it so many times. They have an ecto containment unit. <laughs> now you can't open. It doesn't open up or anything. You can't slide a trap in there or anything like that. Right. Uh, I tried. But the. <laughs> I, I do. I grabbed the door handle and I tried pulling on. I'm like, OK, it's solid. OK. Um, but it's got the red, the green, yellow and red buttons on it. The lever. You can do the whole light is green. Trap is green scene. Right. You can. You know, it's got the sequence. And it is a great photo op.
0: Yeah, for sure. It,
1: it, I mean, most of us, I mean, I know there's groups out there that have made their own containment units and they have them at their franchise booths, but most of, you know, the average van, quote unquote. Yeah, no, it's not a thing. will get to see something yeah. like that. Right. No, it's, you know, if you, it's, let alone one that lights up the way it's supposed to. <laughs>
0: I recently said to our mutual friend, Tony Taylor over at Phantasm Toys yep. that as much as it might be fun for somebody to put out like an ecto containment unit prop, you know, like if for Hasbro were to do it. I don't know how many people can actually dedicate a space in their home to be like, here's the wall in my house that I've yep. turned into an, so like turn an ecto containment unit. So I think that, you know, having that there is one of the things that you can interact with is kind of what makes it an upgrade from like, oh, it's just the room that has ghost traps. You know, mm-hmm. like or oh it's just room that has, has lab pack. No, it's like it's something that's bigger and more interactive and kind of breaches you from reality into uh, you know, being inside the universe, being inside, if it were, the Wonderverse, yep. uh, so to speak. <laughs> and for
1: those that do go, you know, if they, they go and visit Wonderverse and they're Ghostbuster fanatics, you can always ask to see the room. The second room. Um, I saw people doing that while I was sitting at the bar and they were like, as long as nobody's in there, you can go take a look. Uh, they weren't like hovering over you or anything like that. Right. They really let you explore the space. And when you leave that room through the second door, you are right in front of the VR experiences. Gotcha. So Ghostbusters has its own little corner.
0: Right. Right.
1: And you don't even have to walk far from the building. Cause literally you walk in, you turn to the right, and there it is. Um, they have a, a nice sign out front that says, you know, Ghostbusters. Uh, I think it might have said maybe I don't know if it said headquarters, or there's just the whole section was Ghostbusters. But there was so much to see in the in that area. Uh and I don't know if you want me to I can talk about the games a little bit.
0: Yeah, I know I was going to ask you cuz I don't know I haven't talked to anybody else who has actually found those games to play them. I actually mm-hmm. tried to go to a um a bowling alley here that has the uh setup cuz the I know Wonderverse is, you know, obviously a large entertainment complex, but the Ghostbusters experience they have there is not unique to Wonderverse. It's Correct. Um Hollowgate is who's offering that content up with their uh equipment and hollowgate licenses or rather leases equipment and then software licenses to different entertainment uh venues and vendors around the country so I tried going to a bowling alley here that has a hollowgate setup for just not the driving component which you would be the first person for sure I know who's actually done that uh but the first person shooter style component when I tried to go do it here the guy at the attendant at the bowling alley was like, Oh yeah, we have that, but we haven't actually like paid for the credits with the company. <laughs> so we can't let you do it. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well that sucks. And he was like, yeah, I don't know how much longer we're going to have that. And I was like, great to know. was <laughs> just like, yeah, thank, so I haven't you. actually have not successfully found a hollow gate location to go try it myself. So I would love to hear uh, some of your take on that. And I know there's two different games, right? One of them is a first person shooter. And the other one is kind of like a, Hovercraft driving game.
1: Yep. So I started off with the the hover car, the game, and gotcha. if I remember correctly, that one was Ghostbusters Blitz. I think that was what it was. Yes, it was Ghostbusters Blitz. Uh, but it's all under the Ghostbusters VR Academy right. banner. So, uh, just looking from the outside, it's got four vehicles. Uh, you can play single, at least my experience, you can play single or with friends. Okay. Or you can even be paired up with, uh, strangers as well. You know, when I got, when I played it the first time I played by myself, cause there was just nobody there. Right. And the second time I actually was paired up with a mother and her son and the three of us did it together. So whether you play by yourself or there's other people playing next to you, you're all sharing the same game. Is it competitive
0: so, or is it like you're in a race or is it cooperative? Like you're working together on a bust
1: a little bit of both. Actually, I would say it's more on the competitive nature because it technically is a, it is scored. Okay. And there is a race component of finishing first. So you get into the new Ecto hover craft, which is, let me see. You, you sit down in the seat, which is comfortable. I'm a bigger guy. I was comfortable. They put you in the headset. They, uh, you know, put it all on you, and you look around, and you're in like a almost Ninja Turtle like sewer den kind of thing. <laughs> and it, no, it, it 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 that's the best way to describe it. It's like if the firehouse had a connection to the subway. Sure. Like that's what you did it's like they, they, it's like if the ghostbusters had an underground bunker, right, yeah, they were building this is where they would keep it, that's funny, and it looks really great. I always when I first saw it, um you Snipson's fan, yeah, you know when Homer gets the hover car or the or the Homer mobile one of them, yes, with the f- so it kind of looks like that
2: <laughs> and
1: it- it also kind of looks like. From the real Ghostbusters episode Attack of the B movie ghost uh B movie monsters okay, where they go yeah. to Japan right. and they've got that tricked out Ecto hover mode and all that stuff. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what it looks like. Um so they give you a little tutorial. Uh you start so you're racing down the streets, you're busting two or three different kinds of ghosts. Uh, while everybody else is doing it as well. So if there's 10 ghosts on the screen and there's two of you, you're fighting that other person for the ghost. Gotcha. All, all while driving and navigating, you can go all the way left, all the way, right. You can break, you can accelerate. Um, it's got this great callback that I, I think it's a callback at least to the NES Ghostbusters game, where if you wanted fuel, you had to hit the. The barrels. Uh, yes.
0: Yes. You had to drive so, over the fuel cans. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's right. Drive over the fuel cans. <laughs> the, the, the there are boosts in this game, but you hit that can and you just dart. <laughs> and uh, the there's you can tr- you're busting some ghosts. You're you know, making them explode. Other ones you're trapping. Uh, our favorite sailor shows up. Slimer shows up as well. And it's a race to defeat them catch the ghosts and finish the race first. Gotcha. So, and at the end, you're scored. You know, the first time I was by myself, I didn't make it anywhere near the top s- scores for the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nowhere, nowhere close. And then the second time I, you better believe I beat the pants off that family. You know? <laughs> the, the, the mom gets off she's like, are you, were you player number four? I'm like, yes, I was. Yes, I was. <laughs> She's like who won? I'm like player number 4. Your 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 son got you know, was second place. You were third place. But it was fun to with
0: you guys. I'm in my 30s and my 40s and I came to Wonderverse to smoke you with this Ghostbusters game.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. And then it was it's like I said, it's all fun. Um I got to later like I said, played by myself and then I played with the family. And I could see them shooting streams. I could see the cars darting in front of me and right. you could also hear each other too. Yeah. All, all of the headsets were linked. So you're all like so, on team
0: speak basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pretty much. Gotcha.
1: Uh, the first person VR game. Now that may take, that's interesting. It's the first time I've ever done anything like that. Okay. With now I've done VR, like back in the late nineties where you used to stand in that circle thing. And you could only move left and right, and just turn around. You remember those old style like arcade? I do. Yes. Yeah. VR they were like games. an that, octagon that's... that had like
0: railings around it, and they would charge yes. you, like ten dollars to be like, yes. "Why?" Oh, wow, that's a flashback. I forgot yep. about that. It was all those, polygon based.
1: <laughs> yeah, those were the kind I had only played. So, in so you this haven't one, done,
0: um, you haven't done the Void experience when that was around. Mm,
1: no, I didn't get a okay. chance to. Gotcha. I didn't get a chance. This was my first, definitely Ghostbusters VR thing. So you're stand, you're freestanding. They put a vest on you and a head the vest is not connected to anything. There's a uh it was comfortable because I was wearing my vest while I had the vest on top of me. So I, was, <laughs> I must have looked really cool while I was You wearing. were
0: very vested. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible joke. I'm sorry. No, no, I That's love a terrible it. Love dad it. joke.
1: No, <laughs> no, trust me, I get my share in. The, you know, it's um, messed up
0: how many dad jokes I could tell despite the fact that I'm not a dad, but yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey, roll with it. Roll with it. So the headset, they put you in the headset and you can probably move three feet in any direction. That's four quadrants. So think of four corners or yeah, yeah. square divided into fours. That's your spot. Okay. And uh, up to four players again, they give you a blaster, which kind of looks like a spirits unleashed blaster a little bit when you get to it. Okay. have uh, you know if, if you played spirits unleashed. Yep. Tons. OK, so you know how if you don't have a shell over your proton gun, yep. you can see all the modifications and all that stuff on top mm-hmm. of it. Yep. That's kind of what the proton gun looks like. Gotcha. And it's cool. It's cool looking. You know, it's nice and light. This game mixes movies all into one.
2: Okay. It's
1: so cool. So you start off. And I don't know if you want me to spoil this or not. I mean, I'm fine okay. with it. OK, Good. we'll just say
0: here. Too. We'll just say you now, for anyone listening, uh if you don't want to know anything about what goes on in the story of this particular hollow gate experience, uh then uh fast forward ten minutes. Yep. <laughs> so ten minutes. Oh god. I'm not no. telling uh, <laughs> look, you don't have to go ten minutes on it. That's just always my safe space is like <laughs> if we're still going on that one thing after ten minutes, then we'll have to be like, fast forward another ten minutes, sucker. Yep. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> no, but- <laughs> no, so
0: so you actually start
1: off in the river of slime.
0: Okay. That's Ghostbusters awesome. To,
1: Ghostbusters to river of slime and it's bright neon pink and you're on sort of what I'm going to call the ecto raft. Okay. Um, it kind of looks like a. It's marine ecto eight. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, this, Say this, this, yes. This, I
0: want marine ecto eight to be
1: real. No, <laughs> no, you can't. You can't have it. This, this is more like ecto dingy. Kind of thing, <laughs> you know, can I say that?
0: Marine can can- minus one. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's you're on like a platform, kind of like Anakin and Obi-Wan dueling at the end on Mustafar when they're on the okay. lava things. That's kind of what you're on. Um, and you start off your blasting ghosts and it moves for you. The platform is always moving. OK, and um, you can turn around all full three sixty. Uh, it looks like everybody gets their own chances. So, for example, I was in the back corner and I was the way I was facing, ghosts were coming towards me. I turned around real quick and the same amount of ghosts were coming from the other side. Gotcha. Too. So, it looks like every player has a chance to not sit by and be like, that guy shot 10 ghosts and I didn't get a chance to get any.
0: Okay. So, it's just more nice. cooperative, like in terms it of do- how it's it- played. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Um, it is scored again. I I will say that. Uh, the you you're moving on from there, and then there's trap mechanics as well. The proton blaster that they give you has two buttons, so you've got the trigger for actually shooting the stream, and you've got a trap button. So, the trap in this one is the RTV. So now we've got two two movies involved. We've got Ghostbusters two. Right. You've got the RTV. You got Afterlife. Mm Hmm. The ghost trains from Ghostbusters 2 make a quick appearance. Then you move into another room, which reminds me a lot of Shandor Island uh, yeah, from, from the, video the video game. game. Yeah. yeah. It's got this, this old library. It kind of looks like the ghost trap, but if that was a library. Okay. So dark lit, lots of uh, candlelight, low lamps, stuff like that. Slimer's in the game. So... It looks like it's kind of predetermined a little bit. Like he'll attack you from this way. He'll attack you from that way. And then you all have a chance to catch him at the end. Okay. Nice epic ending. So, you know, he's up at the top. You all shoot up and you bring him down into the trap and it moves on. And it recreates a scene from the 2009 video game. Stay buffed.
0: Oh, with the, the sort of like trying to move across Times Square stuff? No, the rooftop battle. Okay.
1: So your your raft is still on the slime stuff, of course. And uh, you turn around and, you know, like in the 2009 video game, you can see a giant state buff, just the top half of him. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's climbing throwing, the building. Yes. He's throwing stuff at you. Uh, you blast him in a sequence of uh, events and he goes down and that's it. That's the game. Uh, I will say each one of these experiences was about five to six minutes long.
0: Okay. Yeah. You just got me. I was going to say how long was each of them?
1: Yeah. You know, so it was, it was, it was about, about five, six minutes. Um, and again, it's pre, I mean, maybe theoretically the driving one could take, longer if you just didn't push the pedal the whole time. And, I mean, it might, maybe maybe you're maybe like milking you it.
0: Yeah. You're like, oh, "I'm not running any red lights. I'm going to drive as slowly as possible and milk could, could you, my experience inside the hovercraft." Yeah, <laughs> it, it it was it, it got rough if you were going fast and you
1: didn't hit the brakes like going on a go-kart. If you went to the left too hard or something, you felt it. Yeah. Um it's still safe for everybody that was on it. Uh the <laughs> but Here's the fun thing. So I've already mentioned the video game. We have Ghostbusters one. We have Afterlife mentioned and Ghostbusters two. So I'm talking four things already. That's Mm -hmm. four movies. The song that's playing outside of the game, like when you're watching other people play. Yeah. Is the walk the moon cover from answer the call.
0: (laughs) God, some people are going to be like, no, I can't go now.
1: I know. I know. (laughs) But you know what? that song is awesome that version is awesome i don't care what anybody says when the credits come on in that movie and that version comes on it's awesome i think the, i think that was one of the best things that came out of it and uh so it's got five different elements brought in right. which I, I i love just thinking about it off the top of my head i love that it embraces a little bit of everything whether it was intentional or not or that's the version because Ray Parker Jr said no or something right. who, who knows uh you know how that stuff goes but it was a unique experience i got to talk to a prior to me going through the uh first person experience i got to talk to a couple of kids and their their moms about the actual experience itself You know, uh, these kids were probably seven or eight. Okay. And I watched them play and they were able to do it, which is something I think people should know. Like, I think a lot of it looks like it's for adults. Right. But this is experience. At least kids could definitely play both of those, the Gate games.
0: It's, it reminds me in a sense of like how Dave and Busters can be for kids and adults at the same time in a way, Mm -hmm. you know, but like. Um, there's a point in the evening where it becomes more for adults. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh no. Trust me. There were people enjoying their beverages. There were, as I stayed there longer, there were less and less kids, which makes sense. I was there on a Friday night. Yeah. And as it started to get more, uh, as it started to get crowded, the little ones disappeared. Um, but I saw them having fun. Like I said, I played the, uh, the driving one with a kid as well. Uh, but after I was done, I mean, I guess we could talk a little bit about the stuff that's not ghostbusters. Oh, we can for sure. I'm, I was thinking, I mean, I mean
0: yeah, no, I would to. I'd love to hear a little bit about what else they have. Um, for sure. But one of the things that I find interesting about this is that like they're accomplishing a lot with a smaller footprint than something like the void did. And what I mean by that is that, um, for those of you who out there who went to fan fest and were of adequate class you might've gone to Santa Monica and, and I don't mean adequate class as a person. I mean, you paid for a badge and said you were class five or class 10. So anybody out there right now who's like, I didn't go to fan fest. What are you trying to say? I'm classless. It's absolutely what I'm saying. No, I'm saying like if yeah, you were a class yeah, five or class 10 attendee, you had a badge and that badge let you get into an event. The set, uh, what was described as the next day of fan fest, but really it was just this event in Santa Monica uh, at the void where you could go and play this interactive VR game. But in that context, they had mapped out the physical space that you would walk through. So they literally like there was nothing. There was not a mechanic of carrying you through the game on something like a raft such that you stayed in one place and you kind of moved around a couple feet. But instead, you were literally moving through a building while wearing headsets, not really able to see the environment around you, but instead seeing and experiencing the sensory inputs that were being fed in through the headset. And so that was a very kind of different experience. It was very cool. I loved it. But I think that this is kind of interesting because it takes a very analogous experience of kind of um, first person shooter style stuff and interactivity, but seems to compress it, you know, in terms of how they can put it into a a much smaller footprint. And if they wanted to do wonder versus in different cities, they would have the ability to kind of roll that out with some ease, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny you should say that. Because the exact experience that you just, uh, went into detail about is at Wonderverse. Oh, really? (laughs) Via Jumanji. Gotcha. Okay. So I was, when I was talking to my guide, she told me that, uh, the Jumanji experience is much like you described. So you're wearing the, the goggles, the vest, whatever, whatever your, your gear is as you're physically walking through an environment. Okay. Um, which is much like the void version, you know? Yeah. If you were supposed to walk, if there, there might've been a chair there that was overlaced with 3d, but a real chair is there. Right. Kind of thing, you know,
0: or like I just boxes, I think at the void, when I pulled my helmet up to look, cause I was like, I gotta know <laughs> what is actually in the room. It's just like, it was just objects, just like like squares, you know, like cubes yeah. and like L-shaped, like Tetris blocks yeah. that were like black, you know, just painted black stuff. And that was just, you know, the objects in the room you would walk around such that there was something tactile in mm-hmm. the space. Yeah, but it's yeah. funny. No,
1: they, so they told me that if water, that water can shoot at you, uh, the floor rumbled. Yeah, Um, I was very was like it, the void. You know, I was going to do it, but like I said, I'm still recovering from an injury, and unfortunately it's on my foot. Therefore, moving the floor around <laughs> right. wasn't exactly ideal.
0: Yeah, no, I um, would imagine.
1: But they have it there. There's a Zombieland area as well. Okay. Uh, I believe, I remember, a specific play place, or p- specific play land, uh, we're, like in the movie, is the amusement park that they, the goal is to at the end. Right. Uh, where the finale takes place. That's their arcade. So. Okay. Uh, and I mean and I mean, like a classic style like Dave and Buster's kind of games kind of thing. Right, right. Uh, so they have. Do they have the,
0: Ski-Ball? Z- Do they have tickets?
1: <laughs> e, no tickets, <laughs> but Ski-Ball. Oh, I didn't even say this. Everything is card based. Ah, okay. So they have a game card, much like Dave and Buster's. Right. Where. uh. You can go on, and I did not mention this, but I should have. I feel so sad I didn't do this. You need to book appointments, time slots for your VR experiences. You don't just stand in line and wait for your turn. You go up to a kiosk and you look at the available time slots, you know, and it tells you, you know, let's say I wanted to ride Ghostbusters, the car attraction, by myself. You can go look at the time slot. It'll also tell you how many spots are filled up in that time slot. Okay. So if you wanted to do it purely by yourself, and you saw five thirty four slots available, you can try. It. You can you know shoot your shot and see if that'll happen. You can book that. Right. Uh, you can then, when it's your time, you just go on and they they hook you all up. Nice. So every everything had time uh, requirements, which, which is kind of cool because
0: then it means you don't have lines. You instead have like an appointed time to be somewhere and you have time to hang out either getting food or like being in the arcade or whatever. That's kind of a neat idea. Or the ghost trap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, um, so the arcade, it's your, it's your standard arcade. Uh, the ski ball was there. A lot of like house of the dead was there. Of course it's a zombie, (laughs) it's a zombie themed place. Um, a lot of the theming wasn't up yet, but, uh, they have bumper cars, zombie land, bumper cars. And from what I was reading with the rules, there's a very unique style of bumper cars. They have lights on top of the bumper cars red and green. You start off green with somebody being red. Okay. If you get bumped into, you are red. You are the zombie. The red represents a zombie. So imagine being in bumper cars all these green lights slowly turning red. And now you've got to avoid the red ones. Okay. You got to try and not get bumped. Got into. it. Think that's of interesting. Like a, Think of like a survivor kind of thing. Like yeah, I was the last man standing.
0: That's crazy. It kind of inverts like the whole concept of bumper cars and that you're trying to stay away from being bumped as opposed to bump, yep. bump other people. And then that's when you're a zombie and then when,
1: and then when you're a zombie, you start bumping. I mean, <laughs> uh, the, um, I thought it was a great, take on it it's not the biggest bumper car track in the world but it's a an idea a twist on traditional bumper cars that i think people are going to love
0: yeah that's kind of fun it, it kind of changes the game that you know or rather i mean because there's really when it comes down to bumper cars as it exists it's like what do you do you get in and you ram into other people and you laugh <laughs> right? yep. but it's or like pick, there's not really a point really. to <laughs>
1: You pick that one guy and everybody just kind of gangs up on them.
0: Yeah. Just, the one just, person just at keep... your party who everyone just drives into repeatedly and then every person yep. gets mad. And yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And you're all <laughs> still laughing anyway.
1: Um, They did have at the time, and I'm sure this eventually will change. They had a crane game that was completely filled with Ghostbuster socks.
0: Okay. <laughs> like the kind
1: that you can buy. Uh, like, like you see them like... Uh, Box lunch, stuff like that. Sure, you know, yeah, the theme, yeah, The theme socks. There was about six or seven different pairs in there, different kind. And they were just in these like hamster ball kind of things. Uh, I tried a few times. I did not win. Um, <laughs> oddly enough, I thought I saw a Frozen Empire themed sock.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh I couldn't get to it. It was in the very back. I could not get to it. I tried, um, which is probably why I lost twice. But... <laughs> Uh, I thought that was really cool that there was a, that that's all that's in there. It's just Ghostbuster socks. Uh, so after you leave out of there, there's the bad boys area. from okay. The bad boys film franchise. That is a series, a row of racing games. Like the kind, like, uh, I always go back and show my age. Remember the cruise the U- cruising USA? Yes, I do. Uh, arcade games where you yep, sit in the car and you drive. The Ultra
0: sixty four arcade system that predated the N sixty four. You're not yeah, that old. Yep. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the so it's all it's all like that. They're the kind of ones that you sit in it and you, you turn left and it moves a little bit. Right. Um, there's some more theming that was going to come at that time. Uh, they aren't bad boys games. You know, I was kind of ho- I was kind of hoping for like. You know, playing as martin lawrence (laughs) or will smith or will smith (laughs) and just having some fun with that Uh, they said there's more stuff coming um then the then there's uncharted escape rooms from the uncharted franchise okay uh those i didn't get a chance to see they were all booked up but it looked from what the guide was telling me It sounded like a lot of fun. And uh, there's interactive walls near the bar where like you can go up in front of the lights and start manipulating the pictures that are there. Like you touch this into like sunbursts, stuff like that. Uh, And then there was one more area, which was like an interactive light box kind of thing. So you walked in there and uh, it was actually closed down. They went to go show me and then the guy's like, no, it's not ready yet and uh (laughs) they kind of just like okay okay we're going we're going and um
0: well you were there for a preview to be fair right but the grand opening is happening uh the the grand opening party is happening on the 10th and that's right with grand grand opening on the the 11th on the 11th yeah so
1: the uh the next thing you know then they let me go off and explore on my own and uh we have to talk about the store because the store at wonderverse everything there is exclusive to that store. Okay. Now, you guys can check out online the video I did with in going in depth on what they had to offer, but they had t-shirts, hoodies, um and a variety of different themes, a lot of original designs. There was a Sedwick design with Slimer. There's some Stay Puft themed uh shirts. There was my personal favorite, and which I did end up buying, was the Slimer hot dog shirt. Gotcha. Uh, I have a personal connection to that story. When I, when I was a, a kid, to get me to eat hot dogs, my dad used to tell me, well, that's a Ghostbuster hot dog. That's a Slimer <laughs> hot dog. And uh, it, it worked because I, I was a picky eater when I was little. I mean, looking at me now, you're like, yeah, yeah, right. But uh, I, was, I, was a, I was a picky kid. And I'll never forget that story because when my dad went, like in 2019 in Hollywood Horror Nights, they had a slime hot dog. And I called my dad when I saw it. I'm like, they stole your idea. They stole your, And he's laughing with me and stuff. <laughs> uh, so when I saw the shirt, I was like, I have to have it. I have to have it. Um, and like I said, everything there is exclusive. They had, and they had more like Ghostbusters again, like in the facility. Ghostbusters had the biggest presence in the merchandise store, an entire back wall, the entire back wall. Um, and like I said, it was sweatshirts, some long sleeve tees, I think, and uh, hoodies with the same design. So if you liked this, this one design, but you rather have it on a T-shirt instead of a hoodie?
0: They had that. Have you um, heard the fun story about one of those designs and Ghostbusters franchise? Mm -mm. Lay it on Mm. me. Okay. So apparently one of the designs for one of the t-shirts that was done for Wonderverse and that's for sale has a phone number on it that, uh, it says it's a ghostbuster shirt that says, are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Pick up the phone and call the professionals. Uh, and then it has a phone number on it on the bottom Mm -hmm. and the phone number is not any of the phone numbers that we know as being associated with With Ghostbusters, it's just like a phone number that begins with a 216 area code and ends with 2368, much like a Ghostbusters phone number might, but it's not one we know. It turns out if you call that phone number, it is actually the phone number of the Cleveland Ghostbusters Google Voice account. (laughs) And (laughs) if if you go and search on Reddit, you can actually find like an image, like if you put in like... Ghostbusters phone number 2023 into Google it will take you to a reddit page that will show you like look we mocked up the commercial image from Ghostbusters like we took the screenshot of the phone number being on the bottom of the screen and added it to you know, our social media and we put up this phone number. So I don't know who did this. I don't know who designed this shirt and now it's being offered at wonderverse, but it oh. actually has the phone number on the bottom of it for the <laughs> Cleveland ghostbusters, Google voice. And they began getting voicemails apparently, uh, from what I was reading in a discussion on, I think maybe GB fans, I can't remember where I read this. Um, but it totally is true. If you go find this shirt, it says, the, I won't give out the whole phone number because I don't want everybody to turn around and call yep. them, but, yep. um Um, you know, I mean, maybe they want people to, they are Ghostbusters franchise. I'm like, well, heard if you heard about this from extra Um, but yeah, apparently there's a shirt and the shirt has this phone number on the bottom that has nothing to do with the phone numbers in the actual, uh, movie. So we'll see if it remains one that you can get at Wonderverse. (laughs) but it exists for now.
1: (laughs) That's definitely interesting. Like, as you were talking, I'm actually looking at my video of the. The merchandise, real quick, and I'm seeing. I'm like, it was one of the first ones I looked at. It's cool to know that. I mean, I mean it, it's cool. I mean, you kind of got caught a little bit, but I think it was. I th- I, th- I mean, I th- I think that's cool. That's pretty cool. There. Oh, okay. There. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, and it's like
0: right on the bottom. You can see it. It's just like the call us, and then the phone number that appears is one that you're just like, what is that number? I've never seen that before. And apparently if you call it, there are people who, uh, I believe maybe it was folks in the YHS discord who called it and uh, found out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who it actually goes to, but
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it, that's, that's pretty cool. And it, like, like I said, a lot of the designs are fun. Um, the, the shirts themselves, they're comfortable. I've worn mine a couple of times, no shrinking yet, which is nice, nice. but overall, I mean, they have a giant Slimer. I think it's Hollywood collectibles. Maybe I'm not sure, or maybe it was sideshow. I'm not sure who did it, um, but it's one of the, the real gigantic ones. And it was a nice way to end my uh, trip. Yeah. You know, they, they did a nice job. You know, you can't help but think they catered a little more to Ghostbusters than they did the rest. And that could be because of the time that I went, you know, it it was a couple of weeks ago. The place could look completely different right now. Right. You know, they could have had a team in there sprucing it up or adding last minute details or whatever. But as a Ghostbusters fan, if you have the opportunity to see it, I would highly recommend it because you're never going to get to do this until they build more of them. If you have the opportunity to come see the place, do it. Um, and I I can't wait to see what happens as the place grows a little bit more.
0: I think that one of the things they're going to be doing and uh, looking at their website before we were talking is that it's not available yet, but they're going to do like a, a 21 Jump Street bar. Yep. But it's something they describe as an exclusive limited time pop-up bar experience. So it made I me wonder like... Are they going to do that with the space? Like, are they going to say, we've got our core things that go on. Like we know Ghostbusters as an anchor of an IP that Sony owns. Like it's probably the biggest one they own or are involved in. If unless you want to consider like their footprint in the spider verse, right? Like that would be the mm-hmm. other one that I tend to think of. Um, but Then they have the ability that they have space to be able to do entertainment attractions that maybe can pop up or can be rotated in and out if something is more interesting. Um, And so to me, like I find that kind of fascinating that like it's once they have the space there, what they can facilitate and do within it changes. And if it's successful, then like, yeah, maybe they're able to franchise that model out to. Wouldn't it be weird if they franchise the thing which has franchises that is its basis yep. as like an anchor? It'd be so strange—a franchise within a franchise. It's getting so meta, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, if, you realistically, know, they might be able to do that. You know, put them in different cities. So
1: yeah, I mean that. I, I'm not gonna lie, I. So we we had all seen the uh, Windy City preview images, and you know they did their little walk through tours because they got to go in before I did, and uh. I saw the, like the guardrails and stuff. I'm like, are these temporary exhibits, you know, something that could be pulled out at one time. And that's what had me worried at first, right. that, you know, these hollow gate things could be easily dismantled and taken out.
0: But they're designed and, to be right. Cause that's the whole yes. business model for hollow is yes. that they can, they can be anywhere. They can be at your that's go-kart right. track. They can be at your batting range. They can be at your bowling alley. You know, um, like at your roller rink, do people still go to those? I don't even know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> roller grannies. And yes, uh, yeah, yeah, she's there. Yeah. <laughs> but with the facade of the ghost trap and the overall theming, I'd like to say it's probably there to stay. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like I to see so it grow too. more. You know, right. maybe we could just push some other stuff out of the way and just make it all <laughs> Ghostbusters. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset about that.
0: Like, we don't need but, a bad uh, boys r- racing section. We just need, you know, bring, bring in a whole bunch of Ghostbusters, the arcade games from the 80s, and just yep. put them in a, in a row.
1: <laughs> yep. The facility is very nice. The staff there were great the whole time. Um, I actually got to speak with uh, one of the Hollowgate folks oh, okay they were th- that were there making sure everything was running smoothly uh really really nice people did
0: you end up doing food and drink while you were there or
1: i did not just because of how i was at the time of the night and everything like that uh i decided to against it they had teased that the uh, opening night party is going to have some food there so i said you know i didn't want to inconvenience them Yeah. i felt very honored that they were allowing me to go and that they had sure. given me so much time and communication. So I said, listen, um, I would love to, but I'm already going on this day. Uh, don't worry about anything else. I just, I'd really love to try the attractions.
0: So you and are going back for the 10th for, for the I month. am
1: going back for the 10th. So, you, so you'll so you
0: see the Ecto tech then. Cause he'll be there.
1: Um, yep. Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't, and I can't wait for that event. You know, the, some of the guys from Windy City are going to be there, or the folks from Windy City are going to be there. Uh, I know that some Sony people are supposed to be there. I don't know who, but from what I could pull out, that there's going to be somebody there. Who knows? Definitely going to have some patches on hand for that. <laughs> I'm excited to try the food. I'm excited to enjoy the night with my wife. My wife will be coming with me. You know, I got all my my nerdiness out of the way, so so her and I, her and I can enjoy the night.
0: Let's be um, real. Let's be real. And I love you. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're gonna see a whole bunch of people who are inv- show up to help support that thing. The Ecto one's gonna be par- parked outside, and that nerdiness you think you have gotten out of your system is coming right back. But thankfully, yep. you are married to your wife, who has known you as long as she has. And she's going to be fine with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, at least if it gets really crowded and I can't ride the rides or something, it's not like I didn't get to ride the rides. <laughs> or honey, we have to wait. And I have to wait in line until the absolute last. Yes, That gives you the flexibility.
0: It gives you the flexibility yeah. to enjoy things without the fear of yeah. missing out. Right. That's a better yeah. way to think about it.
1: And you know, I, I can't, like I said, I can't thank the people at wonderverse enough. It was a great night. I can't wait to do it again. I hope everybody gets a chance to.
0: It sounds really fun. It's something I hope I get to visit uh you know in the near future. We'll see. And I think that if you're in the area and you can make it out for it, especially if you can go out, you know, while well, during the grand opening this week while the Ecto 1's going to be there because the Ecto 1 mm-hmm. and J will be on site again this week. It won't be there forever. It will be going home eventually. But it will be out um this week uh, if you're especially if you're listening to the podcast the day it comes out. It is the 10th uh the day the podcast is coming out and so that party is happening Uh, tonight if you're listening so uh, if you want to go see the ecto one and stuff i don't know if you can just show up at the party but um i'm sure you could show up and look at the ecto one outside (laughs) is the party is the party an invite only party Do you
1: i believe it was invite gotcha
0: so don't try and crash the party but do go on the (laughs) 11th uh that's the public grand opening right for the uh, yes sir for the event and stuff or rather for the venue uh mm-hmm. I think this is really cool. I really do hope I get to visit it. Although I know that when I get there there won't be an Ecto 1 and I won't get to drive around in the Ecto 1 NJ and
1: no. Oh, it's it's okay. It'll happen for you eventually.
0: Do you, you want to know what my uh my offering and my suggestion to Sony is as what they need to add to Wonderverse as an experience? Go ahead. They need to have an interactive walk around VR simulation that goes out into the mall area that is themed after paul blart mall cop (laughs) nice is that a sony franchise it is oh my god is a sony franchise my friend
1: oh they should totally just have paul blarts walking around (laughs) or actually being the security oh my god you're genius i hope they're listening
0: yeah if anybody's oh, sure listening make
1: sure you tag them in everything
0: paul blart because you gotta get the you gotta get the paul blartness going on at the wonderverse my god that'd be great <laughs> they're in security trucks driving around outside directing people where to go in golf carts or something
1: yep <laughs> now you gotta get the what what the head the a segue what the heck was it
0: ah the maybe little scooter things he was on <laughs> yeah
1: his his patrol vehicle
0: yeah see there you go that'll work um get on it Get on at Wonderverse, but get on more Ghostbuster stuff before you uh, do that. And I hope that you get to I know you didn't have food and drink the other night, but I hope one of the things you get to try is uh, that mood slime drink that they're serving in beakers that has yep. like a foamy top to it is a thing that I just want. I was like, I want one of those. I just yep. I want to I, drink that.
1: <laughs> I did get to take a look at the press release that they yeah. sent me as part of my invite. There is one more Ghostbusters item. I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it is or not, but I had at like the, they said, "Do you want any food?" And I said, "No, I'm okay." And then they sent me this press release. They had the menus on it. Gotcha. And I was like, "Well, if you do have it, I'd love to try this." They're like, "It's not available yet." I'm like, "Oh, okay."
0: Is it Ecto Cooler?
1: No, I I don't think I, I don't think I could have I I don't think I could have contained let yourself go. on that one. No, but I can safely say that. We haven't seen the last, or this isn't it for Ghostbusters Gotcha. for Wonderverse. Um, I know they've got some fun things in the works, and I'm hoping to be able to share that with everybody after the event. I'm kind of waiting on them to make it official, and then I can go into it a little bit further. But uh, stay tuned. There's always more surprises. I mean, you got to wonder what will happen at Wonderverse, right?
0: Yeah. I, um, I mean, that's how many good. wonders can that's, we make? That's good. I like that. This this is, <laughs> you got to get hired to do some marketing copy on things like that. That's good. Um.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it, it was funny because I've never been able to do something like this before. It was, you know, we want you to come and preview this. I felt kind of like, I'm not Ghostbusters News. I'm not extra. Pl- I'm not extra plasm. I'm,
0: I'm not. I'm, I'm not I'm, Ghostbusters I'm, news. I don't know what that means.
1: But. I'm 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 just a guy. And <laughs> to be able to be like, we want they asked my opinion. They were receptive. You know, um, the other stuff we talked about. It's it's just, like I said, it's a great time to be a Ghostbusters fan right now.
0: Yeah, no, I 100 percent agree. Uh it, We are. We are deep in the best time to be a Ghostbusters fan. And um, along those lines, I think that you have been, you know, we can kind of talk about this for a bit if you want to for a few moments. There's some, a lot of Ghostbusters stuff going on right now in terms of collectibles. And I know that you are just as much of a crazy toy collecting nut as I am. (laughs) And you've been hunting things as much as I have been in the last week or so.
1: Yep. Oh buddy. I, I gotta tell you. So I've been a toy collector for years. Years and years and years. Ghostbuster stuff I was collecting from garage sales when I was like six or seven. Yeah. Um the Fright Features line was a fun experience. So, you know, per extra plasm and Ghostbusters news and you know, news sources, we saw that the Fright Features were coming back. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Amazon had them. So I was like, oh, OK,
0: I and ordered my myself. Fright a- features, you mean the contemporary fright features, I not do, the of classics.
1: You're right. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're not. You don't have a reason to be sorry. This would be a thing that perhaps a toy company that markets these things could distinguish between such that there wasn't immediately brand confusion and attempting to talk about two of their products they're releasing at the same time.
1: <laughs> do, the, do these new ones, you know, I have to grab a, a package real quick. Do these new ones actually say fright features on them?
0: Uh, I don't know that they say fright features on them, but I do believe that they say fright features in the copy. So like if you do. look at the descriptions yeah. of them on target and whatnot, yep. I'm fairly confident they say fright features and um, I'm not hundred percent, but I think that maybe the description of the Ecto one says that it fits with fright features, five inch figures. I also want to say this really fast because I said this last week. I suggested mm-hmm. that there was I, maybe I maybe I did or didn't say this in the podcast, but it's worth talking about because I know I've said it in social media there is a piece of information in the like description for the Ecto one that says that it fits five inch and 3.75 inch Ghostbusters figures. You saw that you smart man. You, I did. Um, but I'm initially, I thought this meant that maybe we were going to get a 3.75 inch line, but like now that I see that car and I've seen someone take some custom 3.75 inch figures that our friends over at TCU toys made and they put them in a photo together they totally are not at all on the same scale and don't fit whatsoever. And I really wonder if somebody at Hasbro just was using a template to describe a product and making edits and copy and paste to it and forgot to take out the 3.75 part. that it's a mistake. So
1: On that note, did you read the Big Bad Toy Store's description of the mystery figures?
0: Yes, I did. Um,
1: did you see the part at the end where they reference Hasbro coming out with six-inch figures? No. It's in there. I don't know if it was old copy or what, but let me see if I can pull it up real quick. The big bad toys. Well done. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. That way I can directly quote what it says. Alright. Ghostbusters Hasbro toys make great Ghostbuster gifts. Look for more Ghostbusters-inspired toys including six inch action figures <laughs> for boys and girls, toy, toy vehicles, vehicles, role play, play toys,
0: and more, and more.
1: six <laughs> inches. Now, six, didn't we get figures that were six inches before?
0: Yeah. Those were called I plasma get, series last time around. And you know, oh, are yeah, we getting plasma yeah, the, series or aren't we getting plasma series? The, the debate continues. Cause I've heard both sides of that discussion. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. But, um, I will say this from, Afterlife and answer the call. Hunting Ghostbuster toys has been fun. Has been fun. Whether you like the movies or not, the fact that the there are you can go into a Target, a major store, and find Ghostbusters items is great.
0: I'm gonna argue that you only feel it's been fun because you have been successful in going into a target and finding oh, well, Ghostbusters well, well, toys. Whereas well, I have you know, not. <laughs>
1: You know, my my <laughs> wife actually found the entire answer to the call line for me. She found she found it was right after we had our kids and stuff, and uh, she was able to go to the stores back when Toys R Us was still around and all of that, and she picked up everything for me. Almost every day, she was able to find a new figure to complete the uh, the row and build a figure. But this round, I went to. So I already told you, I already pre pre ordered the three. F- newer fright feature figures on amazon sure uh and then the reports started coming around about the mystery figures and both sets of fright features being found in target which okay that's good i got a target right down the street from me i walked the only one that isn't up on amazon right now is gary correct and I, I love it because when I'm talking to people about this, like, did you get that Gary figure yet? <laughs> Gary? <Who's> Gary? Gary Gary? <laughs> Gary. Just Gary. You know,
0: I, got, I found Gary.
1: That's, that's, that's great.
0: <laughs> Which also fits so well with, like, that moment from Afterlife. When Callie's like, yeah. "I'm going on a date with I'm going out to dinner with Gary," and she's like, "Who's Gary?" Right? Like, yep. His name's Gary Gruberson. You're going out yep. on a date with Gary Gruberson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very and- much that moment I'm having it over and over again with anyone who says, "I found a Gary." <laughs> yep. You know, I,
1: I found. So I went to a Target, uh, about an hour away from me. We were in the we, we were in the area. So I said. Let's take a look. I figure I'll hit as many targets as I can. Uh, the, I walk into the store. I walked right past them. I didn't even <laughs> see them at first because the packaging, they had it it's way different. spread out. It's, it was spread out, and sure enough, they had one full set of the newer Fright features. I grabbed them all and said, okay, I'm done. Just need one set. I really wanted to have Cali and gary the most okay and i'm one of those guys that you know i want to have it all but at minimum i want to have all the new characters and have you taken a look at the uh the gary figure photos i have i'm, I'm sitting so my wife's driving and i'm sitting there with this bag in my lap but i'm looking through the figures and i can't help but be like why did they do gary the way they did him <laughs> because it looks nothing like Paul Rudd. Nothing. And I was a big fan of the likenesses from the fight features line from last uh, last time. To
0: be fair, I don't think the Cali figure looks particularly like Carrie Coon either. No, it doesn't. And to be it fair, doesn't. I don't think the new Phoebe figure looks that much like McKenna Grace. And I think that they are making an active nope. choice to detach figures from likeness. Like in terms of this line, which I got to be honest with you, I know that some people will be opposed to that. But I complained about this recently, uh, like in a public forum that I think that one of Hasbro's problems in terms of how they market toys at this point is that they develop tons and tons of action figures based off of likeness and not based off of playability. And so they Mm -hmm. have this oversaturation of likeness figures like. I'm saying the Eternals line in particular is a great example of a line that failed at retail, like, like I mean, dropped like a brick through the floor yeah. and didn't make them money and left things hanging on pegs. But every one of those figures looked just like the person who was in the movie, and it's like, okay, but mm-hmm. what are you selling? Are you selling likeness, or are you selling something that's like toy. has play fun? Yeah, like it's yeah. toyetic, you know. So
1: yeah, yeah I'm okay. That's why with I had that, to have you know, I had to have Kelly. This is the first Cali item we've gotten. It's true. This is the this is the first Callie in the line. In in any of the lines. She, she didn't have a plasma. She didn't have anything else. She didn't have a Funko Pop. She had just this figure. So I had to get her. Uh the Gary was the same thing now. This is this This will be the second time we'll have Gary, because he had his Funko Pop from Afterlife. And we'll have the Funko Pop coming out for the new one. Um but just I love the goopy ghosts, the stretching ghosts. I think that's a great way to upgrade what the fright features came with last time around. You know, the little Happy Meal style. Sure, with the push buttons. The push buttons. This, this line is great for kids. My sons play with an old Kenner firehouse that has no pieces to it. Right. Um, except for the building. They love this style figure. Yeah. It looks just enough like the movie figures, uh, like, like the characters from the actual movie. They haven't seen much of real Ghostbusters yet, but they rec- when they say Ghostbusters, they're talking about the movie style characters. Right. That's who they write. That's who they, if you said who are the Ghostbusters and had them all lined up, they would point to the 84 crew. So I think it's a great line. I can't wait to see what happens with it. But at the same time, we've got these Kenner re-releases coming, uh, coming out at the same time. Um, and that's, they, those eluded me yesterday.
0: I want to see what your viewpoint is on this. Yes. I expected to see like sort of a phased release here the way we saw it with Afterlife. And that there would be like the original plan was not like, oh, we're going to wait as long as we did see that movie. So when we got to Toy Fair, by the time we got to that, we knew there were Kenner Classics. We knew these other toys were coming in February. And then the release was like sort of structured. There was Kenner Classics coming out in one month. Then like the month that followed was when we started to see the new Fright features start to trickle into stores. And then, of course, like the complete timeline of release for everything got turned over upside down and screwed up. But the original plan for that set of Fright features and that set of Kenner Classics was not drop them at the same time. It was mm-hmm. drop them close to each other, but space out the release. And in this case, we're seeing a very different approach in that they're dro- I don't and I don't know if it's intentional or if it's just the target has sort of done some things in terms of how they're doing distribution. And it's why we're seeing these figures there and almost only there at the moment um, mm-hmm. that you you're finding these two sets of Ghostbusters figures on pegs next to each other at the same exact time. Um, you know, yep. one representing for, for classic collectors for vintage and, and people who want to pick those up because they are, you know, in their thirties and forties, and remember these figures and give them their kids potentially, or, and you know, these other figures that are going to be from the new movie. And I, I don't know, to me, I'm like, I don't know if that was the most strategic thing to do because it means that now you have people looking to try and grab, like, like not everybody's going to have the disposable income to spend money on both. So yes. some people are going to make a choice to either scratch one itch or the other. Right. And I, I don't know. I just wonder what you thought about it. Do you think that, that they should have structured this in terms of release or do you think it's fine the way it is? Um. So with Afterlife,
1: I felt it was very like, wait, they're out. That was, yeah. that was we, we all got caught off guard with that. Um, just and we to have all again time some extent, stuff. like yeah. this we
0: none yeah. of this has been announced, right? It's all just yeah, happening.
1: yeah. no. there was uh, talks of January fourteenth, entertainment earth making yeah, which, some kind of announcement really,
0: if you look at the calendar time they're talking about, it says nine p m. Pacific, which really means yeah. midnight on the east coast of the fifteenth. So, like their plan yep. was to be like, we have something available on the 15th. And even they now have these fright features figures up for availability. So that's clearly not the thing they're going to be showing us, right? Like, because they've already showed us
1: (laughs) unless they have some kind of exclusive, which, you know, it's possible. Um, now as far as the timing goes, I completely agree with you that they're giving two options. They're catering to classic collectors and then they're catering to everybody who wants everything at the same time or just the new, you know, uh, we are three months away from the movie, four months away from the movie. No, three. Oh, we're less than, I mean, we're less yeah, we're than that. Less than, yeah, we're less than that. <laughs> and, uh, oh boy. And the, I hope that they stagger it more than what they are right now. Because at the moment you have the Ecto, the Fright Features, the Fright Features, the Ecto Containment Figures, the mini right. guys, and the Proton Blaster. Uh, and whatever, the slimer, whatever it's the squash and the and slimer, the slimer. Now, that one I haven't seen anybody find anywhere except for that initial uh post from Austin, I think it was.
0: It did turn up uh, at one point on Amazon and I posted to it, but you couldn't, or maybe it was Target. One of the two had a page listing for it, but it was never in stock. And now I can't seem mm-hmm. to find it on Target, which is interesting. Like when yeah. I go look for it, so I'm hoping that there,
1: if there is anything else coming, and I think there is. We, rather, if it's plasma or whatever, I think it's going to just trickle towards the movie. They have to have something for March.
0: Yeah, that would be my position.
1: <laughs> I mean, just, 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 just to think about it. Ghostbusters comes out in March. You let your toys out in January. When people go to see Ghostbusters, and they take their kids to Target. You want Ghostbusters stuff there and you don't want it in clearance. (laughs) That's correct. That's right. You know, um, these figures, I think, first off, I think the pricing is fine on them. The, the, the $10, the $10 a figure is
0: still very affordable. Like that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. It was a really good price when they did it last time around. And I think that they've stuck to a pretty good price point on that for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think they need to stretch it. They need to stretch it. And I do want to say I'm proud of Hasbro for their choice in retro figures this time. Hasbro has a history of reusing molds. Yeah. Okay. Think about how many times the Series 1 Ghostbusters figure molds have been used. Oh, yeah. Slimed heroes, Power Pack heroes, Ecto Glow, uh, even the water-squirting ones from... Sure. Uh, You know, they've been used four times. Think how easy it would have been for them to just repaint them. Yeah. Instead, they dug a little deeper and completely four different molds for these. Yeah. That can't be you. They can't be used again. So and let's face it, as far as like the Ghostbuster figures goes, RGB had some complicated molds back then spinning oh heads, i agree yeah uh spinning arms what kenner was doing at that time
0: different. was was far more uh you know i mean this is, this is not to put down in the fright features line of today right but like yeah. what kenner was doing and this is maybe this is going to sound shady but hasbro bought kenner right yeah. like ha- hasbro came along and bought the things that a previous company had innovated and done and hasbro has a habit of re-releasing things that they've already done you know, that doesn't mm-hmm. require them to do new ma- new uh, manufacturing or tooling or anything. And so I think you're kind of right in that, like, this makes the, the opportunity for them to create a product that they can't really reuse. And so it is a commitment and an investment in it. Although if they mm-hmm. wanted to, I don't think there's any reason why they couldn't be like, Ecto Glow Fright features now get super elite <laughs> um, for those of you okay. out there who are Ecto elite. Uh, but, yep. like, you know, the point is, like, there's not. You're right. This is not something they can reuse as well. But in contrast to that. I've got now three different uh, women after or after life and frozen empire figures that have the same exact body. And I've got, yeah, I am every single one of those fright features figures that I've got, including Gary, who you say doesn't look like Gary uh, has the exact same body as every other male ghostbuster in the line. Right. So it's kind of like they're, they're still doing what they're doing. So the commitment to do it in one section, you know, or one line doesn't mean it's happening across all of them. Yeah. But I I could see this
1: is this, this, Fright features line is the budget line. It's the best way to say it. This is the budget one. You want to get yeah. your you know, a kid's or yourself a Ghostbusters figure. This is the cheapest option, which is fine. That's perfect. It has its spot in the world and in the collecting world. Think about wave two of afterlife fright feature figures. You had so Ghostbusters, the 84 Ghostbusters, all had the same mold. Right. Peter did not have tucked down cuffs or anything like that. It was heads and skin tones. That's it. Yep. The uh, second wave podcast was unique. Yep. Phoebe was unique.
0: Was unique. Yep.
1: Trevor, I, this Trevor and the new Trevor are the same exact mold.
0: Yes. And they use the same body buck as like the other Ghostbusters. Right. Yep. But Lucky was the other one that would have been, well, Lucky was new. And was the, and had a different body than Phoebe and it's the lucky body that you're now seeing used on the new Phoebe and Callie figures. And my thing I've said about this, and I might've mentioned this last week. And so if I'm being redundant, sorry folks. Uh, Mm -hmm. but they had given lucky like a weird grommeted fashion belt on the first edition of the figure. And so now that's the belt that all of the women Ghostbusters have. And you're like, mm-hmm. why? I don't understand. Why do they have one belt and all the men have another? Is there like standard male and female equipment now that says you have to use this belt or another? It doesn't seem to make much sense. Uh, yep. But, you know, I, I, my other thing I'll say is I hope we get, I don't think we're going to, I, am being realistic, but I hope we get more than four of the fright Me too. features. Like Me there's too. a whole I bunch ghosts. of characters. We don't even Where's know the who they are yet. Who's like, but like, you know, who are our ghosts? For instance, we don't Mm -hmm. know. They're not really revealed to us at this point. And that's fine. Um, I look, let's just broach this conversation really quick. I don't know if we're going to get plasma series or not. I really don't, but I'm hopeful that we will. And if we do, I've been kind of wondering like, who are the six characters that you would get in that line? Right? Like, um, do you get, you, you don't really need to get another set of Original Ghostbusters, I don't think. I would hope no. that you wouldn't just get like, here's Ray not wearing his flight suit like Funko's doing because they're kind of doing this plot point revealing like thing that looks nothing like Ray at all, but says but, it is him in a T-shirt that he will apparently wear in the movie, um, you know, holding an object. It could have just been Ray's a cult folks. Ray. You yeah, could have just but, been
1: wearing the Rays of Cult shirt.
0: Like, I don't need like a Ray figure. So who are those other, if you're going to do that, who are those figures then, right? Like, so arguably you would get an updated Phoebe because the old one is too young, right? Like, because same way we got one here. Yep. Do yep. you get a podcast or a Lucky, given that we didn't get them in Fright Features? And I would guess no. So you probably get a Gary and you probably get a Callie. Yes. So you can have yes. an entire Spangler family if you already have Trevor, right? You don't need a new Trevor figure, although it would be really easy for them to put out another one because they already have a mold for it. And then I was thinking, like, who would you get that would be cheap and affordable for them to create? And I was like, well, they already have Kumail's likeness from the Eternals line. So if they had Mm -hmm. to make a figure, going back into the software to build the Kumail would not be difficult, right? Yep. Now,
1: I'm with you on, I think everybody, whether they want to admit or not, Wants a nice Paul Rudd in a flight suit figure. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think, I think since Paul Rudd was on the rumor list for years and all that stuff, it's, it's definitely for me, if a plasma Paul Rudd came out, that would be my top. Figure yeah. I'd, I'd want, want
0: it. I'd want that for sure.
1: Yeah. Callie. I, I agree. Callie, because she was not in plasma before podcast. That he would not be on my list this time. Um, I think maybe, a different lucky maybe in that engineering corpse outfit.
0: Yeah. In the trailer, it's very quickly shown that there is an alternate uniform and badge like our arm patch. Mm-hmm. And so it could yep. be something that Hasbro could lean into that. I hadn't thought of. They could do, um, I've joked that they could put out the figures they've already done and then just <laughs> um, add soft goods, red parkas. see, see
1: <laughs> me, me and my buddy were talking about that. How do you get the red coat in there? Cause I guarantee you somebody at Hasbro, was like, what do they think of the toys? Oh, they're still talking about red coats. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, let's put them on. Do you do you make a four pack with all of them wearing it? Do you? No, I use the molds again. I keep
0: saying what do they you, need to do is weapons pack this stuff like it's the masses of the universe. Yeah. Life when I was a kid, and give me a four pack of red parkas. Like that way yeah, I can just put take them on or put them off or whatever. You know.
1: yeah remember, remember, Plasma Series Winston was the only one that came with a stream. Yes. For the first, that's right. What if they did that? What if one comes with a parka that happens to fit all of them? It's, it's made so that it can fit all of them and you got to buy four, let's just say Callie's. You have to buy four callies to get four. No, I coats. see.
0: I don't want that. That's exactly what I don't want because that became the thing that eventually became like the uh, glow in the dark figures came with streams. And it was the reason to grab mm-hmm. them was, well, now you'd have four streams, even though you have four yep. additional Ghostbusters. And this is what I'm getting at is that part of what warms pegs is figures. I don't need another one of just so I can get a piece that goes with it. I will also say really quick and just get it out of my system. Give me another figure, not another build The figure. I'll just say it. Give me seven figures in the line as opposed to selling me six and then parts so I can go chase things. I really wish that they could change like some of the way they're marketing this stuff because as an adult collector, I don't want to go out and try to hunt all the things to find the things to put them together. I want my life to be less stressful. I have enough other stuff to be stressed about. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, no, no, I gotcha. The build of figures were interesting. I did not open up my Wave 1 of Plasma. It's tucked away, all bubble-wrapped and, and nice. So I never got to see the Build-A-Figure Dog in person. Gotcha. Afterlife waves, I ended up getting doubles from a friend and stuff like that, and I bought the rest of the uh, the Sentinel Dog pieces on my own. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, I mean for, for what it was, it doesn't stand up the way I like it. Right. But uh, I... Who now we've seen the afterlife poster, the new one, the blue one. Yes. Okay. You mean the, the Does, frozen empire? The frozen, the frozen empire, empire ones. Yes. Yeah. Frozen empire ones. Yes. Uh, is it going to be the dragon or is it going to be the big bad that gets to be the build a figure if they do that? Because honestly, the big bad could probably stand on its own and be a figure. Um, I wouldn't even care if the figure came in two halves inside the box and you stack them on top of each other and it's taller than the rest of them. You know, we know that there are certain ghosts, whether you're, you know, you're trying to avoid everything or not. There's been stuff in posters, the standees at the theaters. We know that there's other characters coming. Even if you look at the Gary figure, there's other options. I wouldn't mind a ghost pack similar to how the uh, family that busts was handled. Yeah. I wouldn't mind red parkas in that with <laughs> right. the um, maybe the accessory that's been featured on the new Ecto toy.
0: Sure. That could work. I mean, that's actually not a bad idea. Like that would be the way they did family at Bust together was two figures, but then you had an array of different accessories that went with the two of them. And it mm-hmm. was and it was fifty bucks and you had to buy it, but you were getting two figures that would have cost you twenty two ninety nine individual individually, so it didn't feel like yep. a kick in the you know pants. Mm-hmm. But I what I've said that I kind of wish they would do is um, I like the way that Mattel would give me a, a a figure and a ghost. Yeah. And so rather than doing like, hey, you're gonna get one ghost over six figures. Like, just give me one. Like you do it. We can do it with these, with the fright features, right? Like we can give Mm -hmm. you a figure and a ghost. So why is it that in the world of plasma series, I've got to get six figures to get a ghost. Right. And even then I don't really get a ghost. I get a terror dog and another version of a terror dog. I don't really get any proper ghosts at all in the plasma
1: series (laughs) line. I mean, could, could you, could you imagine if Muncher had been the, the build a figure for afterlife? Yeah. He has six arms for God's sakes. he you could have hit done the head the body yeah two arms here two arms there an alter, one of each maybe an alternate head or something a munch we 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 have no slimer and we have no muncher in the plasma series line right even the librarian ghost would have, been, would have been one of my top ones to get
0: like to me that would would be the thing to do is like stop giving me six different figures and six different components to build one thing and give me the value of a figure and a ghost like that at the price point of 2299. And part of the reason I say that is that if you think about all the different ghosts that we want, there should be no reason why plasma series ends up at Ollie's right. Mm -hmm. Um, this can be a little bit of soapbox thing. I hope you're okay with it. I'll be short. I think that as a fandom, we should stop joking about how funny it is that the figures are at Ollie's. Like it's a good thing. Yes, we all got cheap figures, but it means that the strategy failed. It means the marketing strategy for this for that movie and the toy release strategy did not do well. It means there was lots of overstock and lots of clearance, and it means that it wasn't well executed in terms of how it was, you know, rolled out. And I don't want to see the figures at Ollie's, you know,
2: you
1: know, it's funny because when you talk about the Ollie's thing, I'm with you on both. I see both sides. And number one, I'm always okay with being able to get something cheaper. Oh, for I'm, sure. I'm I'm always for that. You know, um, I have a ton of those keychains to give away as prizes, the plushy ones. Yeah. And uh, I was completely fine with that. Um, stock varied from store to store. I bought Slimers and Stay Puffs for the uh, classics. I bought those for prizes and stuff like that or helped out people who needed them. Um, I was fine with that. But when you look at what was actually like left, it was the smaller wand. Right. Um, mods eventually became or M.O.D.s eventually came there. The whistle, yep. which I never saw the whistle in the stores to begin. I saw with. it in Walmarts. Yeah, I, I never even saw it one time. Um, I saw P.K.E.s a couple of times. And I think that PKE was probably the best toy that came out of. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, about all the, ro- like the all best the role, role play, play toy. Yeah, I think yes, you're right about that. Yeah, the best role play toy. If not if not um, the RC
0: trap, just because I have a, a love yeah. for it, because it's stupid. But uh, yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, the, but the PKE Mevers were never at Ollie's. Um, the only, as far as I know, the only plasma ones that hit Ollie's were the glow ones, right?
0: Yes, right. And that's what yeah. I'm getting. It's like the glow ones were these ones that they sold at a higher price point. They marked yep. up from the existing price of the plasma series, release them to like a Hasbro pulse and GameStop Mm -hmm. and other venues. Right. And they were like, here, go buy the accessories, buy the, yeah, yeah, take away the accessories, add in a proton stream and buy the exact same figures you already have. But now they have glowing goop on them. Right. And so to me, like watching that product fail, I kind of go, okay, I feel bad that it failed. And I don't at the same time, because you just try to sell me repaints, but Mm -hmm. I don't really want like the paranormal plushies were things I never saw in a store ever until like ever those little like uh, bag clip things that you're calling keychains or whatever they are like I never saw those in a store ever. Uh, The other thing I never saw in a store until they ended up at Ollie's with those 12 inch value figures which I don't think we're seeing a wave of this time. Right. Nobody's Uh, talked about them, but like the 12 inch value figure that Hasbro makes for all lines, just a hollow plastic figure. We don't seem to be getting one for Ghostbusters this time. And I'm okay with that because I I think it was largely a product they produced that nobody really bought. No one knew where to get it. It was only available online. And then it ended up at Ollie's. So I think they had an oversaturation problem of producing too much on the last set of stuff, you know, and that makes me worry. My concern is in the wake of that. Like, does it make sense that these two sets of fright features are out at this exact same time? And I, no, I, I, I,
1: think I don't they know. could like, have waited. I think they could have waited a little bit. Now, my, my best friends, he was so excited. And I am going to give a direct quote. It's the first time I have in a long time. I have all the pieces to my favorite figure. Um, He <laughs> loves, the, he loves, he loves the Ray. Gotcha. And he was like, I haven't had all the pieces to this figure in forever. Yeah. So I love I love Heavy. That was how I it. felt gl- when I put at-
0: figures in my Ecto 1, my kind of classic mm-hmm. Ecto 1. I was like, oh, I have it back and it has yep. everything.
1: I I I love that we're getting that feeling. But it's one of those niche ones again. Uh it does not lie. They're a little hokey looking compared to, you know, any of the other toys. Um but I think they could have waited a little bit longer to the movie like Waves. I I would have been. Usually, waves are for the same toy line. Right. You know, there's wave wave one of plasma, wave two of plasma, whatever. They could have done fright features modern, fright features classic. Plasma. Keep one after the other. Keep us on the hook.
0: Right. I think that I would be spending less time at Target right now, looking for things, if the Ecto Containment or ecto, rather the Ecto Collection wasn't a thing. I want these. They look like fun little figures. I'm kind of over Funko Pops and I admit it because I'm tired of things that all look the same. And what I Mm -hmm. like about these figures is they're all either stay puffed or they're, um, you know, Slimer, but they're all doing something different in the same vein that like the Funko Pops that came out for the mini puffs do like that was the one line of pops that I collected from afterlife was the mini puffs because each of the mini puffs, obviously looks the same, but each of them was doing something different. And what it threw me back to as a child was collecting smurfs. Smurfs yeah. all look the damn same, but they all are doing something different, right? It's kind of the same concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. to me, like these kind of almost the same way ring true is like collecting smurfs to me. But the challenge of them is because they're mystery boxes, I need to get them in hand. Like if I find I obviously they're nowhere online at all for me to find them anyway right now. Nope. But nope. if I'm gonna sort them and not buy 25 of them to get 12, then I need to find them in the store so I can flip them over and look at the letter code that is on the bottom of the box. But I will have to say, like, that's my challenge right now. That's the thing I'm chasing. It's the weirdest and dumbest thing to be chasing because everything else I know will happen eventually. It'll come out online. Yeah. It will it will show up on Amazon. It'll show up on target.com. It'll show up
1: somewhere. Yep. Yep. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I have my two. I'm look I'm looking at them right now. I have my two that I really want. And I have a third one and a fourth one that I would uh, <laughs> go after. I was a big fan of a craze from years ago called Vinylmation. It yeah. It was a Disney Disney brand. Yeah. Yeah. I remember and it, that. Was, it was almost all blind boxes in its heyday. And uh, my wife and I would go for the chase all the time. It was fun. As you get older, it's like, OK, well, do I need first off, do I want the whole set? Do I want to go into the store, especially now that we know a case is random,
0: right? My new thing I want to know is, are there two different distributions of six and six with dupes of both?
1: I don't know. Right. Because that would explain
0: (laughs) that would explain why people are finding like I've because if you notice it, people who are finding them are like, I found these four and they're kind of like four they find together. And the next person yeah. who finds those ones finds the same ones, which is making me wonder, is it just two distributions, like two different sets yeah. of distros yeah. where half yeah. of the lo- line is duplicated in one box and half of the line is duplicated in the other? And the only way we're going to figure that out, unfortunately, is to get our hands on a full case. Yeah. Somebody's got to do you it, know, it. You know,
1: Yeah, it's funny because like, like I said, with the vinyl a case was 24. A full set was 12. You had 11 regulars and then a mystery chase. Okay. That, that would mean 11, uh, 12 spots are actually filled still, right. which means you had 11 and then one extra. There was always a rotating triple you would get. Right. So, so there'd be one full set, so the set of 12, and then an 11, and then a triple. And I wonder if something like that is happening now where it's like, there's going to be one extra hot dog one. In every box right. or something like that if it is because they could be packing them i mean you never know how they're doing if they're doing I mean, it by hand if they're I, doing it by machine i feel
0: like there has to be enough of a plan at hasbro to make sure they don't put together a box that's 90 percent the same like there has yeah, to I be so. some randomness to it because they're advertising it as random so if they don't mm-hmm. create a sense of randomness in product and you walk in and you buy five of them and you get five of the same then you don't feel random, right? Like you feel like that was pretty planned. You kind of made a case yeah. of five things. And so that's why I think that this may just be as simple. And the, re- the other reason I'm thinking that is that, um, I'm not sure if you recall this, but when they did Ghost Gushers, they sold them yeah. individually, but then they also sold them on Amazon in three-pack assortments. And so you that's could buy three money. at a time. And there were several different three-pack assortments. Like you didn't know which three-pack you, you were, you were going to get, but they were always the same three together. So there was like, if there were 12 of those, then there were four, three pack assortments out Mm -hmm. there that were different. And those were randomized for you, but they were always the same three in each of those four. So
1: no, the kids and I I did that.
0: It's going to be interesting to see. I, I do want those. I'm not going to lie. They are the reason I'm driving to target at all because Mm -hmm. everything else eventually like, Hey everybody, if you're wondering why does Jim find all the online links and try and post them as hard as he does, because I don't want to drive anywhere. (laughs)
1: it's because he's a nerd
0: i don't know i'm excited to keep chasing this stuff but i also want it to be i want it to be less of a chase i i I like the finding i like the looking i like the excitement but i hate the driving back and forth to target on five dollar a gallon gas so that i can grown up in you yeah the the grown grown up up, right you got it the grown up in me is like oh the hunt sucks right like the discovery is fun but the hunt itself sucks
1: I mean, it get, it does get old. Like my wife was like, are you going out today? And I said, no, no, I'm not. Right. You know, I, I, I've been told these stores have them. I'm going to wait. I want to see if they come up on the website because I have that irony thing like you just spent 12 hours driving. They got released <laughs> on the website 20 minutes later. It's like, thanks. Thanks, Karma. I got a space on my shelf that's waiting for Slimer. <laughs> I like how you've reserved space already for things you don't have yet. That's fun. Well, you know, know, it's fun. It's funny. I went through my collection room and, you know, the last time we talked this room was completely empty. Um, And now it's pretty much furnished. And uh, I looked at my collection. I'm like, I have no slimers on display. And of course, I've got the space right up in the front that happens to be about the size of those figures without (laughs) without hiding what's going to be behind it. I'm like, oh, perfect. Perfect. There's a lot of state buffs.
0: It's gonna be fun to get them. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be. I mean, we're getting Ghostbuster toys. Yeah, no, it's none of it's bad. As much as I'm complaining about hunting, none of it's bad. It's all good. But I'm excited about getting them. No, it is. It is. It's not. I mean, I won't pretend it isn't. But when I finally find them online and have them shipped to me like a person who's lazy, um, (laughs) then I'll be happy. You know, in the in the end of the day, we're getting more Ghostbuster stuff. Yeah,
1: and uh, hopefully. Every movie that comes out gives us more to pick and choose from. Yeah. And I
0: cartoons mean, and everything else cartoon, that's coming. So. Comics. Well, Eric, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast this week and uh, kind of sharing with us and debriefing a bit about your trip to Wonderverse and uh, the experience that people can get there uh, in terms of but Ghostbusters and other Sony properties. And of course, updating us on things that are going on at the Moogly fan club and talking about collectibles. Anything else you want to share with the podcast audience this week?
1: No, just that uh, I hope everybody continues to enjoy any content that I give through the club. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to today's podcast. I hope everybody enjoys the slew of new merchandise coming out, whether it's classics or modern. I hope you have fun. So thank you for having me. It's been a ton of fun going over everything. I do hope you get to see Wonderverse because like I said, I think every Ghostbusters fan should get to see it if they can.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I hope that we all get to see it. And I want to remind folks to go out and uh, follow the Moogly fan club on Facebook, of course, uh, to keep up with what you're up to and what's going on. Thank you again so much, Eric, for coming on the podcast and we hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you. That about wraps things up for extra Plasm this week. I want to say thank you once again to Eric for coming on the show, uh, for sharing a bit about his experience at the Wonderverse. And uh, I hope that he has an amazing time at the uh, grand opening that's going to be happening on the night of the podcast being released. Of course, the public uh, beginning of that and the public grand opening is on the 11th moving forward. So if you're in the Chicago area and you want to check out Wonderverse, you should totally go do that. Uh, beyond that, I want to say thank you, of course, to uh, Brendan Pierce of Beducci Studios, who provides our logo and visual identity for the podcast, and to Vaporwave artist Magnavox, whose version of Ghostbusters serves as our theme song. And, of course, every week I am sure to thank you, because this would be a silly thing to produce if you weren't listening to it. I really appreciate uh, hearing from you all. It's been really exciting to see uh, some of you sending messages to tell me about the things you're finding out there in the world, and uh, it's been great to hear from folks who've found the key uh, for the Um, blind box figures to be really useful if you have anything you want to share with the podcast or anything you want to comment you can of course reach me at extraplasmpodcast at gmail.com via email or via social media at extraplasm on x on instagram and extraplasm podcast on facebook or extraplasm podcast on youtube Uh, don't be a stranger feel free to like subscribe follow all those good things to stay in touch as we talk more and more about ghostbusters in this new year Uh, And that about wraps things up for this week. So uh, make sure that you're having a great beginning of your year. I hope things are going well for you as you're experiencing, you know, your first full week of January uh, outside of the holiday season. And even if things are getting a little stressful, like maybe you're back at work now and you had some time off and it doesn't present the most exciting things to you. Remember what Ernie Hudson says every week. Try to have fun and always keep on busting. Take care.